0: everybody, welcome to Street Fight. We're here, streaming tonight. It is Sunday, we're taking your calls. Uh, We'll be taking them 9pm to, well it's 9pm, it's like late now actually, we're starting a little late. We're going to be taking them until midnight, maybe midnight 15, but uh, jump in the chat, watch us on live stream. If you're listening on the podcast and you know, uh, you ever have a Sunday night free, we'd love to have you come hang out with us. We have a lot of cool people that show up. Jurassic Fard, welcome to the chat. Uh, The rest of you as well. Uh, You can support what we do by heading to patreon.com slash streetfightradio. We have a a new episode of Shark Tank that we just posted that's available. Uh, The Get Motivated uh, show is coming soon. And we're working on a Dungeons & Dragons live stream uh, that is in the works too. So look forward to all kinds of new wonderful content from Street Fight and uh, follow us on twitch.tv slash Radio. use your free subscription, uh, buy some bits, interact, if you're going to watch and you, know, you can go to Twitch, go over there, we want to get that affiliate status, and I'm going to be streaming uh, some Yakuza Like a Dragon at some point, I just unlocked the part, I just made it through the, the beginning part of the game, I think now I can finally play and stream without it being like uh, watching a book, but uh, for those of you that don't know who we are, my name is Brett Payne, my co-host is Brian Quimby, we're Street by Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation, And hey guys, gals, and bina- bi- non-binary pals. <laughs> it's been a great 10 years so far, and we're going to continue to spread this mess across the U.S. How are you doing, Brian? Okay, I'm, I'm doing fine, it's uh, it's my big weekend, so I'm, uh... uh you know, it was feel okay. Brian Day was yesterday, right? It was. It was. We had a nice little day with the family, just relaxing, doing Brian stuff. So that was fun. What's that? Was Cutting fun. yourself with knives? We watched the movies. We, wa- we played games. We ate pizza. It was a good night. It was good fun. Good fun. What's your birthday pizza? Oh, uh, we got Natalie's coal fired pizza last all night. all right, that's right around the corner from me. It's right around the corner from me too. So oh' they have one over there. there now, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, it was really good it was it was a good dinner. It was a good day,
1: yeah, had that was one, fun.
0: That was one of the things I was excited about uh was going to be able within you know being able to walk to it and uh not. Till twenty twenty three or something, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's what it's looking <laughs> like. I, you know, was yeah. I have my confidence brain going, but my now my pessimism brain has, okay has taken over after spending a few days reading about vaccine rollouts and stuff. I was like, yeah, this ain't happening. So I won't be going out to eat this year. I just was thinking about how like. In two or three months, it'll be the second WrestleMania in quarantine, because mm-hmm. they announced that it was going to be two days, and it just I just realized, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's two. That's two of them, yeah. you know? Yep. It's uh, it's going to be a long fucking year, mm-hmm. is how I feel. It'll be a great test. It's something to get motivated about. Not a good <laughs> test. Not a good test for me. I'm not <laughs> lasting. It's I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to have to go out to a restaurant. Yep. As soon as I get that vaccine in me, I'm just going to be like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to a restaurant. They're going to be like, don't. No. When you get the vaccine, don't, don't. immediately go do stuff. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I got the vaccine. I can't get the goddamn thing. I'm I'm going out. Yeah. I'm fucking not masking. Well, I'll wear a mask. Yeah, you got to wear a mask, too. You still got to wear a mask. Maybe 2022, you won't have to wear a mask anymore. But uh I I fear we're all going to be so used to the mask by then that uh we're just going to wear them forever, which is fine. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm now, like, it is now, like, just as such a part of my life to make sure I have one in my pocket when I leave the house. I, like, left yesterday without one. And then was like, I got to go grab something. And I was like, mm, nope, not grabbing nothing. No grabbing. Yeah. No grab and go. So... But, you know, it's 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 a, a, a Brian weekend. It's my weekend. Sure. Sounds great. You know? It's great. Last year for my birthday, I was able to do stuff, have a party, go out, do fun things. It was great. Wait, was that when you were sick? Was that last year or two years ago? That was two years oh, okay. ago. Last year, I don't remember what we did because it's been 10 years since last sure. year. Sure, sure. So, but I think we had a bunch of people over to my house and we had like a nice little party and everybody was in the house breathing each other's breath and just having a great time with each other. You yeah. Know? It was yeah. a Brian day. Yep. Which everybody loves. Everybody loves Brian day. My family loved watching the raid too. Oh yeah. And they didn't mind it. They are not as good at keeping up with what's going on when there's subtitles. Oh you know, it was yeah. kind of one of those. But I I, as a kind gentleman and a good heart, watched a movie I knew they would both like too. So promising Young Woman, which is a very good movie, it's a girls rock movie. Not a dude, dudes do not rock in that movie. Yeah. They're they're bad. We need more girls' rock. Yeah, yeah. So we watched that, and that was fun. And then we watched a bunch of bar rescue because That's also a show my family likes to sit down together and watch. Sounds good. So, I've been, uh, I have been obsessed with that Warrior show. I have, you, it's fully got its claws in me. That's good. I watched our main character get his ass beat and his nose broken. Yeah. Such a good shot. It's amazing. The, this is a, it's some really good fighting. The, the way that they are able to, whatever computer shit they're doing, I don't know how they get it, but like the way that his nose, you saw it just smash across his face. It's like, oh, I, I hate that. Ugh. Yeah. No one wants to see that. Yeah, I really like that. And so you're like, oh, that's, I, that's broken. I've been holding off on watching the last two episodes. Like I'm doing uh-huh. other stuff because I only have two left. And I, you know, I keep searching to see if they've picked it up for a third season. And it's like, well, the longer uh, way we get from the second one, the more in doubt that is. And I'm like, oh, I'll hold on. I've gotten into a bunch of stuff after it's aired and when they end and you're just like, oh, well, that's it. That's (laughs) over. It's like a book, though. Do you get sad when books are over? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? Every time.
1: That's not a good book. Everything
0: Everything eventually ends. Yeah, I know. That sucks. That's what sucks about stuff. It's It's that it ends. It's undeniable, though. You can't really... You got to kind of find a better way to deal with that. It is undeniable that everything ends, and all of that stuff is... uh, uh, It's just death, really. It's just (laughs) dealing with death. Brian Day is no fun. Brian Day has not been fun today. (laughs) This one has not. I have not been in a good... I was in a good mental space when I woke up, and then I had this thing before I had to leave, where I laid down wrong, and my chest started to hurt, and I was like, "Oh, this is it. This is the heart attack that kills me," and now I'm like trying to dig out of that anxiety of the heart attack that kills me. Mm-hmm. And it was gas, of course. Yeah, because I ate some Rolades, and then it went away. Yep. But then you get to the point where you're like, well, what if I'm still dying? You know, what if no, what I don't if, know that one? What if you get a little break <laughs> in the pain before you die? They always say that, like, you feel better for a little bit right before you die. And maybe this is my little spot where I, I power up for a little bit and then I'll go home and die. I thought yeah. it was like a pump fake or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm going through today. Just really living that scared life. <laughs> You yeah. know? Sounds like it. Really going for it. Heavy on the scaredness. Yeah. But I got some buddies that are probably going to call in tonight. I mean, I think we're going to have some friends call in tonight, and okay, we'll have a little bit of fun with them, and it'll bring me back to my good space, right? Okay. I think so. I think my brain will move good. I'm I'm going to send a message to my first person that I was going to have call. And see if, uh, they are still able to call. Cause if they're not, then I'm not going to be mad. But, uh, you know, uh, I need the phone number though. 665. 655. 655-3228. Five. Six, five, five, 3887. 3887. That's right. That's probably somebody else's phone number. Uh, 3228. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. If I got like, a shrink appointment coming up and, uh, you know, that's gonna probably bear no fruit. I told my doctor I told my therapist that I think medication's a dead end. So then he had to send a uh a message to my psychiatrist saying, like, hey, we're gonna lose this one here. <laughs> he said, I'll send her an email and talk to her. <laughs> I I have just gone down this path for so long that I was like, it's just, it's a dead end. It's nothing's happening for me. I won't get nothing that works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, so that's just me freaking out again. I'm back to freaking out all the time. Yeah. I and, mean. uh, it just happened today. Like it, ha- I haven't been freaking out for a week. And then today, right before I have to come and record this glorious Brian Day show, uh, it, I, I have to come back. I can't type and talk at the same time, and that's bad for a podcaster, I think. You know? Um, yeah, I always feel bad when you hear the click of the keys, though. Like, when you hear they're like... <laughs> it sounds... I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I mean, it means they're working extra hard. True. Uh, it means, like, when I hear people typing while I'm listening to a podcast, I'm like, oh my god, like they're fucking in a war room you know right. i picture them sitting w- in a room with a bunch of tvs just like yeah and then like i'm talking you know what i mean and, it, and it's like oh i really admire being able to talk and type at the same time because i can't mm-hmm, do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can't pay attention to what i'm typing if i'm talking yeah, I usually te- I usually have to have um, two to three things going at the same time. Like I think I'm the most comfortable when I have music playing and a podcast in m- music playing out loud, a podcast in my ear. And then I'm on the computer doing emails. Oh, my gosh, that's comfortable. Like I just need like a bunch of TVs with static on around me all the time or maybe playing different stuff. If I, I-, I have to con- concentrate on five different things to get one thing done, I can't just do one thing at a time. Oh, I can, but I can't, I can't focus anything on anything without like, I can't do anything without listening to somebody talking or music. You know, if I get up to go to the kitchen for four minutes, I put a podcast on for that four minutes. Right. Then right. I'm right. like, okay. Okay. I'm not bored. It's this weird thing where it's like, even just doing stuff is boring because I do it while I walk. You know what I mean? I listen to uh-huh. podcasts while I walk and then I, do the dishes, I listen to a podcast. It's just I don't know. I, I don't know what life was like before podcasts, really. Talk radio? Before that. What did I do before I listened to Opie and Anthony in its entirety and Ron and Pheasant is the entirety every day? What did go I to, do? Go to 2000? high school.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I I think I just enjoyed silence. There was a time in my life where I was like, ooh, a little bit of silence wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You didn't have music blaring all the time? Not really, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know. I've always had to have something... I just, uh, life is super boring to me. I need music like blaring in my ear to just keep me, keep my attention at all. I've always had like a, a CD player like tucked into my jacket or back pocket or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm just a freak. I, I, I can't be alone for a minute with my thoughts or you see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a lot of people. As soon as I get alone with my thoughts, it's like, Oh, hey, uh, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's some bad stuff. You've been avoiding uh, hey, finally have a second to talk to you. There's some bad stuff you weren't thinking about. <laughs> when you were listening to that podcast, you weren't thinking about your bad health. Yes. Yes. And you know what? I don't even feel scared about my bad health. You know what I mean? Because I You go I always, to the doctor more than than I do. I know. And you know what is funny about it is like I don't know why, but I can't tell myself like A person in really failing health probably wouldn't be able to walk 15 miles a day. It just. Yeah, it'd be hard to do. Would be like, but then I get sore and I'm like, you know, body soreness is part of COVID. But it's like you also walk in the freezing cold every day that'll also make you sore sure so you know i'm just insane i'm just crazy that's good that's just all i am You should be you need to be the fun kind of insane though maybe just see if you can spin like it. crazy larry mad just be mad like 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 mad hatter style like losing your mind bonkers like don't don't really get in the hole and like and throw the blanket on and hide away from the world you need to just be full-blown maniacal out loud and enjoy yourself. Yeah. I wish I was like a crazy Larry type. Who's crazy Larry? Like a mattress set. Oh, yes. That kind of crazy. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm, I'm do- just selling myself for st- stuff for so cheap. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, this guy, he made his bonus episodes $1. He's crazy. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to become him again. I think so. I was him at the beginning. This guy doesn't want to monetize his podcast. He's crazy. Yep. Yeah. I. I uh, yeah. I was talking to my wife about it. How it was like. 10 years ago, I uh, pretty much thought that like I was awesome and everybody and everybody else sucked and that I and my I was doing everything right and never and I was the coolest person in the world and now I doubt all of that stuff constantly. Like and now getting the getting into the middle age, you just have so much information and life just becomes like you said, this very Boring uh, set of chores and shit that you got to do every single day. In COVID, you're just living the same day over and over and over again. It just feels like a Groundhog's Day situation, and uh, and uh, now I I just wish I was like. I wish I could just be stupider and more ignorant <laughs> like I was when I was 26. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had the confidence and ignorance of a 26-year-old. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm doing all right. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm i going through changes. I feel like i plateaued, too. I think that's a little bit of uh, my feelings is that, like, this is it. Like, this is kind of what you do. There isn't – I mean, I, I do believe that I could – change and do whatever i wanted if i applied myself but you know i there's no reason to to make it any harder than it should be you know (laughs) there's no reason to be like i'm going to be a veterinarian i want to have a real job i'm going to go to school and be a vet or something you know i know here's the thing (laughs) maybe we don't make the amount of money that maybe we don't make the the huge amount of money right yeah like we don't make a ton of money but like our life is so easy. Yeah. That it's, it's like, a breeze. Why, why would I work harder? People are I I'm telling my wife, I gotta play this Yakuza game so that I can stream. People want to see me stream. I I have to play this game, honey. I can't help it. Talking to your wife about how this is work is the most fun thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, it it's can, like some your wife goes to like a job every day yeah. and you're like, yeah, I fucking you know. I play some video games a little bit. I take a fucking six-hour walk. I come home, and it's like, then I can just say, like, well, that whole six-hour walk, I was thinking about stuff for the show. Yeah, yeah. My wife is, like, navigating these tightly wound uh, political conversations at work, trying not to get fired, and uh, I'm like... You know, I just—I wish I would have—I wish I would have recorded that Instagram live earlier. I'm really beating myself up over it. I wanted to go on Instagram <laughs> live today, and I didn't.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is my life. That is exactly my life. Is like, uh, oh yeah, you know, oh I gotta record a podcast at two o'clock in the morning, or at, at midnight. And my wife's like, how long is it gonna be? I'm like, two hours. She's like, I worked eight. Today and I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, but two hours podcasting is eight hours work. Yeah, it drains you. It's four. Yeah. T- it's like using. Yeah, it's like using magic or advanced skills. It drains at a higher rate. It does. It does. Also dealing with some of the fan bases <laughs> sometimes too. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, that can There's be some difficult. outrageous situations. We do get into situations. We do. That has been one thing. We got somebody calling in. Are they on uh, there yet? Oh, I don't know. Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh I don't think so. You wanna okay. take a call? Okay. Well let's I think we gotta let we gotta make room. Oh really? Yeah. Let's well, take a call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello?
4: Wow. Oh hey, you guys caught me off guard. I didn't think I would be the first person on. This well you are. Lifts.
0: Hey, what's up Labor list, How you doing tonight?
4: I'm doing all right. How about you guys?
0: okay okay it's 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 my birthday, so I'm doing good,
5: yeah, happy Brian Day.
0: oh thank you. I appreciate it How's it going?
4: It's going all right. I just had the uh first story call today for um Antifa Super Soldier Revengeance with uh Big Tim and uh Tyler, my writer friend.
0: Oh, great. Great. And, and you're, you're writing a Antifa super soldier comic or a, a, a movie?
4: Uh, we're trying to do a script, see if we can shoot it with some friends. Between the three of us, we know a few uh, lighting people, editors, stuff like that.
0: That's fun. That's great. Sounds like a good project. Hell yeah. I mean, is it an action movie? I might watch it then. We're going for a sort of action grindhouse sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds good. That sounds that sounds like a good uh uh combo nation. Uh, what's going on tonight? Uh labor lifts.
4: Uh not too much. I've just been having a few drinks and uh trying to fix an old hard drive so I don't lose uh, literally every picture I ever have of my life.
0: And see, I've been thinking about deleting all the pictures from my life. I have been Jesus. considering deleting all the pictures. Why? I keep running out of room uh, on my phone.
2: another approach.
0: Yeah, I just don't... You don't have pictures on your phone, though. You just have screenshots of memes, right? No, I have pictures. Okay. I just have pictures on my computer. I just am like, I don't need pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like, where it's like... Uh, uh, I never look at them. So I don't, like, really know what they're for. And I'm profoundly depressed human... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, there's a, I think there's a quote that goes, uh, look at what a person photographs to find what they love the most. <laughs> well?
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm way too sentimental. That, uh, the thought of losing all that stuff is uh, driving me nuts. I really.
0: know. I, post, I, po- I actually had to get back to posting them on Facebook, so that way in like a year, and two years, and ten years, it'll show me the pictures again, because that is like one of the best features of Facebook. Duh, not me. No yeah, way. I, I once looked at an old picture of me wearing a fedora and I was like, "Well, how can I delete this from the world forever? No. <laughs> fedora and Coheed and Cambria shirt. With my middle finger up. I'm doing the middle finger and I was just like, how can I delete myself forever? Just nothing from the past. Please nothing show up. You know?
6: But, uh yeah, uh... I, I was-
4: trying to clean out a hard drive so i could get some extra sply, uh space on my playstation and uh, somehow just erase the whole thing
0: sweet well uh uh i hope you have a good good luck with that labor lifts we have a full queue tonight so uh we're gonna go to the next call
4: yeah, you guys have a good one. I'll uh, bug you again when we need an in with the Means TV people for our Antiva Super Soldier movie.
0: Hey, Labor Lifts, bug me anytime. You know, I I don't mind it. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a good one. You Thanks, too. Anyway. You Peace. too. I'm deleting all my oh, pictures. I, I meant to talk to him about the Beast Factory. The Beast Factory? Yeah, I changed the garage into the Beast Factory. Oh. That's why I work out now because. This house, the house is so short, I can't jump up and down in any, or anything. So I have to work out in the garage. And we had a bunch of hay bales left over from the, the, the Halloween party. And I use those as like workout things to like jump, jump onto them and jump off and like stand and shit. And I have a treadmill out there too now. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's- kettlebell swing and a total gym from a garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> let's take this next call so that you can talk to them about the Beast Factory. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
7: Uh, this is uh,
0: Felix. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. Felix, what's up, man? What's up, bud? We always like to act like we don't know who's calling, so that it's like a real <laughs> natural vibe there. We could when you answer.
7: What what program do you guys use? Because I think this would be fun
0: for us to do. Scary. Scary. Uh it's called call in studio and it costs like sixty-five dollars a week to do it. It costs about, yeah, fifty bucks fifty bucks to do a show. But you can you know what you can do though is you can set it up to screen the calls. And like so when they call in, it like says leave a message about what you want to talk about, and then it puts it up in words on the screen. So like You can do that you know where you'll know what they're calling about although i wouldn't trust so much that people would tell the truth
7: yeah no i mean it seems right for abuse but i don't know
5: i think it would be fun
0: Uh, it's fun it's It's fine we've we we rarely get any abuse and if we have it's it's really negligible it's just it's kind of sucky like you know anytime those those guys really get within striking distance they just sound embarrassing
8: yeah because
7: yeah no one ever like there's a huge gulf between things that you like imagine yourself saying and then actually saying and
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I mean I hate i i I have never called in to anything have you ever called into anything before this at all
7: oh yeah all the time to- all, all the time, like when I was a k- little kid, I was like ten or so i um there's this, like, guy who did this radio show about, like, movies, pop culture and, and stuff uh, in Chicago, Nick DiGiulio. And, like, I always, like, stayed up really late as a kid and I would just, like, calling to a show and, like, you know, talk about, like, the few adult movies that I'd seen, like, and talk about, like, Memento and stuff. <laughs> and they were so, super- like, uh, I, I became... That was my first taste with uh, Media Stardom. <laughs> Evan was so impressive what a precocious youngster I was but yeah I did that I I remember like being like I was thinking like cause I also listened to a lot of Love Line around that song which is not good for a kid to listen to but I remember thinking like I obviously I have nothing to call in about <laughs> like uh, I don't know what I would ask them but here's all the things I would do that would like keep Adam from yelling at me. Like Adam would like me if I called in because I've paid attention to all the things that he gets mad for.
0: <laughs> have like a little list. So Brett was just talking yeah. before you called in. He has a beast factory now. He is trying to get swole and he's working out. And and I think he had some questions about that. I didn't right? have any. Questions. No, no was, questions. I, You're just trying to brag. I was bragging. Oh well, Brett's working <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> you ha- you got injured though recently, right? Yeah, I was um
7: so when I do handstand push ups
0: I don't know, I guess like the front
7: of my feet are dirty. It like marks up my wall so it's swiffering my wall. Yeah, my so wife like
0: my you know, wife like, made me stop that too for me, that like, reason.
7: I I just like I got too much criticism for it when <laughs> people would be here. It was like, Well, you're not using that wall, but uh <laughs> I I was, You know, I, like, try to keep things tidy once a week. And I guess I just, like, repeatedly making the same, like, motion bending over. I just, like, tweaked my back. That was, like, two weeks ago. And I had to go to urgent care to get a shot and, like, muscle relaxers. So it was really bad for, like, five or six days. And now it's, like, I've just been, like, afraid to lift. I'm going to a back doctor tomorrow to see if I like really fucked anything up because it's like, you know, you got to pay the Piper at some point, but uh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Drew toothpaste did that too. He said he was like, he slipped a disc in his back and then it was like, well, you can't ever deadlift again now. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fear. That's my fear. I mean, like,
7: uh, you know, that's one of the reasons guys go on TRT. It like makes you recover from injuries that you shouldn't be able to. I like, yeah, I've, I've been, so like every other day I just do 30 minutes on the mini trampoline, which has been like, I mean, I'm actually thinner now, but it's just like, I want to lift. So yeah, I also, I mean, if I couldn't deadlift again, kind of what it like, not whatever. I like deadlifting, but Olympic lifts are what I really like to do. But so if I can't do that again, that would suck.
0: Yeah, here at the Beast Factory, we also have an auxiliary trampoline, fifteen footer in the backyard. <laughs> Ooh, fifteen! <laughs> yeah, it's my daughter's, but I do go out there and I will like go as hard as I can for like a half hour and call it cardio because it's way more fun than just like running in place.
7: No, ac- on it, actually, it burns more calories than running for thirty minutes.
0: I mean, I would it's imagine that like
7: it's a. Way-
0: I'm sorry, I would imagine bad. it burns. It, it is- burns more calories than pretty much any exercise you can do because every time i get on that trampoline i feel like i'm dying
7: that's the thing though it's like it's not like other cardio like when you're running for 30 minutes you're aware the entire time of how much it sucks uh but when i'm on the trampoline i just have my headphones on i'm like I, i you know doing whatever and you can the best thing is to alternate. Like, you can, like, two-foot jump and then go into, like, running in place and then, like, sort of, like, scissor kick a little bit. And it, it's really it's really great. I really love it. It's really good for your abs. It's, like, been keeping me from getting fat in these two weeks.
0: Yeah. How has – how – I mean, I haven't, I haven't got to talk to you as much this year, but how is the uh, COVID going for – how is everything going? Did you end up getting it? Or are you uh, being very careful? I
7: probably got it at some point. <laughs> I mean, like, I- I'm, like, careful for the sake of other people. Like, in my building, like, if I'm going, like, anywhere, I'll put on a mask if I'm, like, you know, have to go somewhere or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like I probably got it because I was traveling all over the place, like, January to March of uh, last year. And I don't know. I don't, I feel like if I got all the bad effects, I would have known it by now. So, I kind of don't care if I get it, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I do everything to not, uh, give it to other people and to, uh, you know, like, I feel like people, it's a polite thing to do to wear a mask.
0: Yeah, you would shirt. think, I yeah. mean, there's disagreements on that, but there sure, there are there's a contentious issue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Dr. In- Fauci even <laughs> flip-flopped himself, <so. laughs> yeah. I would... Went- I went downtown today to see if the uh chuds were going to overrun the Ohio State House. But uh we we discussed this last week and we are under the understanding that a lot of people decided they're not Trump people anymore after the Capitol riots.
7: <laughs>
8: yeah, it, and you know what it reminded me of
7: Charlottesville where it's like it's both things. It's like how much different is this from anything else, but just it, Everyone has a breaking point, and I guess this was just like—I mean, they didn't kill anyone except for like themselves, really. But it was just like the idea of it was so unnerving to people that like now they're breaking with them. And to me, it's like you know how much different, how much like worse is this than like the completely legal way that Republicans always steal elections?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess
7: to say that it's like a "who gives a shit" thing, but it is. It is funny that, like, everyone's like, (laughs) okay, now I'm done with them. And you know in, like, three months, everyone's going to be like, yeah, no, I'm supporting Marco Rubio for president. Yeah, I mean, I... Everyone always goes back. It's like everyone's always like, I'm done with the Republican Party, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And every election is, like, 50-50, so...
0: Yeah, I, I think that Charlottesville they kind of got away with it though, and and this time with the the type of charges in the court and the no fly list and stuff, I think they realized like they're not bad kids. Like I think that today you had the true fuck it, like if you want my bullets, I'll get I'll shoot them at you first type guys right. like down there that want to steal the capital. The regular flag waving people, I, I think, kind of did get snapped out of it. But you're right. I I also don't think that they're—they're not going to find a home. They're not going to start listening to leftists. They're not going to start listening to Democrats. (laughs) They're not going to—they're just going to be like, well, I, I, you know, it's—it's a crazy family, but I love him. It's a grand old party.
7: Yeah. No. It's like Charlottesville was like the off ramp for a lot of people into like hard Nazism. Like I think a lot of people who went there thinking it would be cool, like they got very. It was, It got a little too real for them, and I feel like it really, like, it really, like, cut into the growth of that movement a lot. But, you know, uh, same thing with this. Like, I feel like it's sort of the off ramp for Q shit with people because it's like, how into Q can you be if it's like, yeah, you had Nancy Pelosi's office and you just like, <laughs> like, nothing. He didn't. you didn't have your back. No one backed you up.
0: I also no think it's cared. a I, I I also think they fucked up because a lot of those people are super patriotic. That's, like, kind of their thing. And then the news was able to convince them that what they did was not patriotic, which is fucking wild that they were able to convince them of that. But I think a lot of people were like, wait a minute, this isn't patriotic. i am not in- I'm not into this anymore. And they were like, this is where I get off, buddy. And I think people... I mean, they we elected Joe Biden. I think people are just gonna. We're set for twenty years of sort of centrist, boring, nothing happening candidates. I think is really what's go, what the end result of this thing is going to be.
7: Yeah, probably. I mean, like this is. It just seems like the last, last like gasp of the movement in this form. Like it's obviously, it's going to be back because. Like there's nothing really else. It's like it's like your two things are, alright, I'm gonna like worship Stacey Abrams and like I, I Joe Biden means I don't have to watch the news as much and feel bad all the time. Uh or you like hate that. And you just hate that way of thinking. And it's like they're just gonna find a new guy. If it's not Trump, it'll be they'll find a way to like get his approval for the next guy and it's like think how bad people's lives got it's like everyone like this wasn't a blowout election at all (laughs) no it wasn't enough without corona i mean he he know i know people like people like to say it was a landslide but it's like no that's not at all what it was i mean joe biden definitely won comfortably but think about how bad people's lives have gotten the last year. And then think about how many people like went out of their way to vote for Trump and vote for Republicans. Right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Felix, I wanted to thank you for calling in because uh, I miss talking to you and uh, it's good to hear from you.
7: Yeah, no, I will. uh, I will be more available to the world after spring or in spring.
0: Hey, I'm nothing but available right now, so uh, uh, when the spring comes, get a hold of me. We'll do some stuff. and it's it's good yeah, to hear absolutely. from you. Thank you for calling. I ha- I, I want to go behind the, I want to go you? behind the scenes a little bit here. I asked Felix to call for my birthday, which is like have it saying your birthday's on follow Friday, really? is it, kind of exactly the same thing?: <laughs> Yeah, you could have played a little cooler, I think. I think everybody already knew that. What? you were like telegraphing it the whole time. No, I've asked a bunch of people to call. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't, I, think, I think everybody knew what was going on, I guess. When? When you said, hey, he's on the line and got labor lifts the, off. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, like... You said I, I'm messaging a person to call me. Right. Well, I wanted people to know that I did that. Sure. And it's pathetic. I, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised. just letting people know that I'm pathetic. Well, let us think that. You don't have to fill it in. We're not, you're talking to us like we're fucking morons. We know you're pathetic. Ha! <laughs> just we heard you saying you were messaging somebody to call i know i know well you know we'll probably hear from some more of my buddies (laughs) sure as we go that's fine uh let's answer the phone all right thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight
1: hey can you hear me okay
0: yeah we can hear you great what's up who's this
1: hey uh this is john from south jersey mutual aid network
0: what's up uh what's up john
1: Hey, how's it going? Um, I wanted to call in because I saw I'm actually a Patreon subscriber, and uh, I got your email last week that you're naming us, or rather, the uh, Nate Bear is naming us as the uh, benefactor for your T-shirt
0: this month yeah we're doing the anvil mania t-shirt this month nate bear uh came up with the art uh there's a code for patreon people but it's all going to south jersey mutual aid Uh, i got a lot of message i got a few messages from people that were a part of it and they were really excited Uh, i like giving money to these smaller groups i know that you can make it go go pretty far instead of just having it swallowed up in some you know giant organization
1: yeah we're super grateful for it, and you know like we see other bigger charities or nonprofits use you know vast millions of funds, and most of it goes upward, but hundred percent of what we earn goes straight back into our community
0: that's awesome what do you, what do you, what do you uh what are some of the projects you've worked on
1: So most of what we do is uh food delivery um we have um we do shopping. Uh, delivery itself, mostly through other members of the network. Um, we handle all of South Jersey. So that's like a third of the state. Um, and there's about 2 million people in the community. We have about 1,200 members. Um, and since March, we've done 900 food deliveries. Um, other than that, we, you know, we use our own houses of storage and do outreach calls. And we just um, started partnering with some other organizations. Um, we, the New Jersey Harm Reduction Coalition uh-huh. partnered with us and started uh, helped us get some naloxone uh, syringes out to people. So we're putting those in the boxes because um, that's super important to us. And uh, we also partnered with Books Behind Bars to get some, uh, some books to some prisoners in South Jersey.
0: That's awesome. That's uh, all amazing stuff. Those uh, are all things we're into. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, and- that's cool. So how did you get started in this? Like, how did you get involved?
1: Um, So I guess the the lead coordination group was founded by a group of people from other progressive and socialist organizations down here. Um, I'm with DSA. There's some like progressive Democrats, uh, you know, who are actually socialists, but can't actually say they're socialists. there's some uh some tea, some unions mostly from teacher unions uh, members who are getting involved and uh once the pandemic really hit in earnest in late march we all decided to get together and like do something cuz the government's not going to do anything to help these people, to help us um until we help ourselves so you know yeah they're like here, god in that way been, yeah, right. Um, so the the has really come together. We've gotten so much support. Um, people this month are donating their entire stimulus checks to the network. Uh, oh. And it's just amazing to see so much outreach and um, so much support to this, you know, a group of like a couple dozen people doing, driving some food out to people's houses. It's, it's just amazing. I'm and blown away by it.
0: You're filling in gaps, too. Like people that, that are, exactly. I mean, how else do they get it? I mean, bureaucracy these days, bureaucracy shut, makes me shut down. That's one thing I can't, I cannot deal with government forms. I cannot deal with any sort of official documents. I just throw my hands up and go, like, I don't want to be official about anything. Like I, I don't like doing this shit. I can't focus on it unless I have six TVs going. So, I'm I mean, that's gonna- why we didn't take, uh, uh control of the shoebox ever. Yeah. Is because we were just like, nope. I had nothing to do. I want I I would love to set, come on the air and say like I'm an aspiring organizer, but I'm like actually an aspiring follower of an organizer. <laughs> like that's that's I want people to just tell me what to do yeah. and then I go and do it. And uh, I do like the more anarchist-run kind of <laughs> we, thing. We you know? have one that's not identified as anything radical, but there's a Columbus Mutual Aid group that is just a bunch of people uh, that... If there's issues, like if someone can't pay rent, if someone can't get groceries, they just reach out to everybody in the group. Uh, and you can put your name, like, at the top of the list if you're willing to, to help people out, whatever it needs, whatever they need. Uh, but it's a very simple, there's not, there's no paperwork involved. It's like, I'm in crisis. I need to pay, I need $100 for medication and they'll just find somebody to take care of it. Uh, the digital connection through this has, has filled in a lot of the cracks. And I think that's also like when it, I really want to get down to talking about with the Capitol riot situation and the folks that came out for Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, those people are caring and those people are organized and they know how to, they have medic tents and food and, and they're ready to, to make the world new. We're waiting on everybody else to, to let us get in there and make this a better place. But the organization and the folks that are in it right now are just absolutely incredible. And, and there's way more of us than there are of them. Uh, and I saw that during the and including the guns too, like it, the guns too. We have s- a bunch of guns, and we also have plenty of people that know how to use them. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have a whole movement.
1: One, one of the one of the things I really like about our group is that we pay attention and like ask people what they want, and then help them get that what they need without any judgment. Like my county does a food distribution like once a week or once every month or something like that. And it's like a bag of rice and a couple cans of beans. Like we're, uh, you know, we're, uh, we have people ask us for like swing sets or, you know, sometimes, and we're not always able to deliver the bigger stuff. But like, you know, we started, people asked for diapers. We got a lot of people asking for diapers and pet food. Uh-huh. We started being able to get those things. People started donating those things to us and we were able to get them to the people who needed it the most.
0: Yeah, those things are pri Those are pricey. I mean, make it, trying to yeah, buy all the for stuff for a kid and make it work and keep everybody fed is is just impossible without a ton of money.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we've. I think we've in the last year. You know, the, the amount of money we spend is probably a fraction of what some of the bigger nonprofits have uh, made and what they've been able to send out. But we've gotten deliveries to. We got nine hundred deliveries out
9: that's a that lot time. in
1: the last year each call co- in uh since march um so almost a year and each box costs about 30 40 35 40 dollars whoa so he's amount that.
0: that's incredible that's really that's phenomenal um I'm, I'm glad you called in and to tell us about this and i'm glad we're able to raise some money because uh it was the same I'm way glad With
1: you the- were able to give us the oh,
0: sorry no, I say with Prison Health News, they were just like basically, if you give a dollar, we can put a newsletter in somebody's hands. So, you know, the money goes a lot further uh, in these in these organizations like this. This is great. I I I
1: am really glad to have one.
0: Oh, hey, you know, anytime, call us anytime.
1: Thanks, Brian. I'm, I'm a big uh, I'm a big Street Fight fan. Uh, and uh, I'm, i once I saw the email, I was like, just I, I thought that. Uh, there was some like glitch with my email where it was just <laughs> combining stuff. Like <laughs> mutual aid, I don't know why it's coming in in a street side email. <laughs> um, but, um, but we're, we're super happy. Our, our group chat blew up when we saw it. And, uh, and, uh, I, I, I don't think any of us can be any more grateful to you guys. Um, thanks so much and happy birthday, Brian.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's Brian day. It's wonderful. And, uh, where can people yeah. follow along with, yeah, uh, weekend. what y'all are doing? before you go uh
1: so our our uh all of our social media is uh at sj mutual aid um facebook we have a twitter we don't really use it too much um and then that's also same thing sj mutual aid venmo and paypal if you're interested in giving us a direct donation but uh definitely buy the shirt the shirt's awesome i already bought three <laughs> uh um well, we're trying to help you, <laughs> <laughs> you buy <it. laughs> yeah, but I, but I want to I want give to you guys and I want to give to the artists because I, I actually I don't think any of us even know Nate there. So if you're out there, thank you so much, Nate. You you just you're the man.
0: Yeah, and it's good. It, I love the art. I think it's fucking so sweet. cool. It's like it's keep not on red trucking. And black, which is so okay. cool. Yeah, you know, we we really have a com- me and Brett now have a complex about red and black. Anytime we do something that's not red and black, we're like, well, it's not red and black, so that's cool.
1: <laughs> you, you'll be happy to hear that the South Jersey Detroit logo is red and black. And uh, my partner actually designed it, too. I'm going <laughs> to brag a little bit on her behalf. Well, awesome. we're
0: red, we like red and black. It's just everything we did for six years was red and black. Yeah, and send, send me an email. Maybe we can get, get some stickers made with, with your logo to send out with the shirts or something.
1: Oh my God. That would be amazing, Brett. Thank you so much.
0: Well, I appreciate all you do. Uh, it, it's awesome. And, uh, we'll talk to you later.
1: All right. Thanks guys. Have a good night.
0: Peace. You too. If you want to buy the shirt, it's available at store.streetfighteradio.com. We have a kid's version. We have a t-shirt version. And the one that I'm really into, we have a long sleeve hooded t-shirt. So good for layering. Really good in a pinch. If you get too stoned, you can just pull the drawstrings real tight around your face, and it's funny, you know. I love a yeah. hooded t-shirt. Yeah, and I—I I don't have any hooded t-shirts. Anymore. I love them. You put throw that throw a flannel on top of that. Guess what? You're balked up for the winter. You're ready to go. True. True. You can you can keep the the heat on uh, sixty six. That's true. That is true. I keep the heat on sixty. Sixty. When you say sixty-six. I I say six. I do sixty-six, and uh, I do. I have to admit, I have backslid and moved it up to sixty-eight some days if it gets too cold. Not me. Not me. Brian, I want to apologize for for calling you uh, pathetic, but you were picking on my friend Brian, so I had oh to tell you to God. stop. <laughs> do Do we have the the next one here? What's the next one? I oh, just the next call. Handed you something. Oh, yes, we do. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
10: Oh, hi. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear
9: you.
10: Hey, what's happening? Sorry, I'm calling from beside my fan. Is that okay? I'm just calling <laughs> beside my uh, tabletop fan.
0: Yeah, it adds like a Darth Vader effect to your voice. It's pretty <laughs> sick.
10: <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I just thought to myself, what could be the worst sounding, uh place to call from? I didn't want to go outside, so I'm calling from the side of the fan. How are you? Happy Is it happy birthday to Brian.
0: It is. It's happy Brian Day to Brian. I call it Brian Day, though. <laughs> it's not a birthday. It's Brian Day. Happy,
10: happy Brian Day. Brian Day, I... Uh, Brian, I called you Brian Day. Um, uh, Brian, I have a, a special treat for you, actually, for Brian Day. Okay. I got, I got a hundred grand for you. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yes. Holy
0: moly. That's so generous, Chris. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, my God. I got this piece of shit truck. <laughs> I, I can finally get it worked oh,
10: on. Man. <laughs> uh, how you guys doing? How's the how's the show been going so far? Good, good.
0: We're we're taking calls. We're having a good night tonight. It's fun. We're we're keeping it lighthearted. We're helping people with their charities. It's just the kind of thing we do,
10: you yeah. know? That's so nice. That's so nice of you to be doing charitable work on your on your your birthday. I mean but we, we are we are celebrating you as well, hopefully. Um, I know you. You mentioned your. When does the actual Brian Day happen? Where is that? Where you get to do whatever you want, right? You get to watch all your movies and eat all your terrible food. you want anything? Caramelos. That
0: How dare you? That was yesterday, and I did eat six donuts and like I ate six donuts yesterday. Ooh. That's impressive.
10: What, what were they? Um, were they? like store bought don't were they you know what I mean? Like were they from like a donut shop or were oh. they from the, the grocery store? And and if so, what what, what were the flavors? Sorry that if you've already mentioned that.
0: Okay, so they were from a donut shop, a gourmet donut shop. Dragon donuts here right. in right. Columbus, Ohio. And what they were were it was six cinnamon sugar dipped in vanilla icing and marshmallow fluff with cinnamon sugar on top of them. All the same, <laughs> yeah. that's I didn't pick them. My wife and kid did. And then I woke up in the middle of the night. I was I got too high yesterday on accident. Uh-huh. Really had like a too high moment. Too where high, yeah. I, I wonder shit. I overdosed. Oh marijuana. really? Yeah. You thought you were gonna die? I did. That's, I did. I actually the went stuff. to bed last night thinking I was gonna die too. So you woke up that way too. How I, interesting. <laughs> i woke up that way too but in the middle of the night i woke up and i ate four donuts like at one time and then i went upstairs and i was like oh i gotta pee and then i went back downstairs and ate the other two donuts in the middle of the night you ate (laughs) donuts
10: in the middle of the night
0: I did. In the middle of the night, I ate six donuts, and then I went back to bed, and then I came back downstairs and I ate six Reese's Hearts. What?
10: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you say you're not thinking enough. You're not enough? You know? <laughs> I I mean, like, yeah, of course. That's why it is all supposed to be a the pot somewhere or something. I talked to. This is just a little film update for anyone listening. I just watched the 2010 film Burried, uh which features uh, Ryan Reynolds. He's in a box. Don't if you don't get to see anybody else. You hope you're going to see some other people at some point. You never do. Spoiler. And he uh, does. He just ends up dying down there, and nothing really happens the whole time. So yeah, give it give it a watch. I'd it three out of five
0: three out of five <laughs> that sounds
10: like my nightmare movie five, five. yeah yeah no it wasn't i mean i yeah i watched it with that and we were kind of we were kind of surprised that like the sort of i guess with the thing that was back out though was with the one cool thing about it was it was a proper movie and they thought we could film this in our home the exact movie could be filmed we can film it in our home, no problem. Yeah. You know? And, and there's not too many films like that. Like porno pornos. You can make pornos in <laughs> often you could you know, but like not a regular movie, don't think to yourself like, Oh, I could this movie at home if I had the idea, you know. And it has eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so don't don't turn your nose up too much at it, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm turning my nose up at it. I I, I think I cannot what did watch you that watch? movie. Um, well what-
10: what what were your did you have a movie that you watched for Brian Day?
0: We watched uh The Raid Two, Promising Young Woman, and um what was the Bar Rescue were the three things we watched for Brian Day.
10: Wow. Those those are I mean, I have two really good movies. I like I loved both of those movies. And then a great I used to have a podcast for, we had on a pornography uh, website, pornhub.com, and it was a uh, bar rescue podcast, podcast rescue. So we would watch uh, episodes of Bar Rescue and discuss it. Uh, but we shut it down because we had illegal models on stream. We had guests on, did they hadn't given credentials to the people in Poland who were running Pornhub, and so they shut it down. And it was unfortunate because it, it was a lot of fun to do. <laughs> Sounds like it.
0: I do remember that. If, if you like that uh, Ryan Reynolds smart Alec, you should check out the movie Deadpool. It's a hoot.
10: Oh, man. And they it is uh, that he had checked it out. It's got T.J. Miller. And then he's got some, if you read up, I guess he's got some sort of accusation stuff. But he still seems to get a lot of votes. So I'm not really sure what to make of that, really. But um, yeah, he's in those Deadpool movies as well. Just a couple of smart Alex. I mean, this is what I'm saying. But I uh, know the reason in the movie, you're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, this guy's <laughs> wacky. He's, uh, he's the one guy well, you know. He's usually a wide. So if he's the one who's so supposed to say, hey, come on now. I mean, it's trouble for the movie. And I have heard that the movie's quite um sarcastic, you know, in its tone. It oh, is. Yeah. It's a caustic
0: It's it's so, something it's hilarious. Else. Uh, Brett has a Deadpool chia pet, <laughs> so you know they even sell Brett, those.
10: Brett, what what's your favorite movie, Brett? Ever?
0: Oh God, that's such a hard question to to answer. Um, yeah, it is uh, hard. Sorry. <laughs> name two. Name two or three. Just I don't, three I don't movies know if that I you think like. Because Brett, Brett, uh, here's a little thing. Brett doesn't like regular people movies. Like he, uh, he, he uh, doesn't like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> he doesn't like any of that stuff. He hates it all. He hates all the Martin Scorsese stuff. Hates it all. So he has like, I'll bet you what he's gonna name is some kind of a fucking anime or something like that. I, I don't. I don't. Totoro?
10: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't have an answer. Oh my God. You want to know my favorite movies, Chris?
10: Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, I'd love to.
0: The Raid 2, Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. and Bar Rescue.
10: <laughs> so this guy is just in the moment. I love that. I love that way of thinking. It's in the moment. You know, this is what I've seen. I, love it. I mean, I, Anyone who knows me knows I am extremely positive. I like every movie. I think every single movie is good. Every single movie that's ever been made is a game. That's that's my real opinion. It's not I'm not joking when I say that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh and I but I don't go back and rewatch stuff. I guess there are some stuff that I enjoy. Uh, they're like guilty pleasures that I'll watch, but uh, like great movies, I kind of just watch them and then go on to the next great movie. I feel behind on my movie watching. That's why I'm impressed with what you do.
10: Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's it surprisingly easy to, you know, I, you watch, I illegally download the movies that I can't get on the
3: streaming services,
10: so I just illegally download them very simply. It takes a couple minutes off the, time for the next server. So then I just like have like, connect it connected to my TV. And I just sit down on my on my couch. Just, like, every, every night I just watch a movie. I mean, nowadays it's like, I don't know what the hell else am I going to do, you know?
0: That's true. I would say, though, seriously, and uh, you might laugh at this, but my favorite movie is Fast Five. That is like my absolute favorite movie I've ever seen. And it really changed the way I watch movies, actually. So... I will, I will say that that's
9: my favorite movie.
10: I mean, that's awesome. I've I been to Universal Studios, which I love, and they have like, the Fast and Fitbits. It's not really a ride. It's like, a, I don't know, an interactive movie going on around you. Um, but I haven't actually seen any of the movies, and they all came available on Crave. That's in Canada. Because live in Canada, we have a thing called Crave that has like HBO and Comedy Central. But they're available on there, all of the movies. And I do have to, you know, it's just, like, kind of funky. And I know some of them are kind of bad, too. But I'm going to definitely watch some of those. Is is there one, should I watch, like, does it matter? Do I have to watch them in order? No. Fast
0: Five is the best one of all of them. It's just, it's their masterpiece. The rest of them... They're pretty good, I think they have a pretty good lore going. There's a pretty good story that connects through all of them uh that I think is worthwhile
10: yeah, yeah. I mean I, the weird thing is I saw Bob I watched Ho like just 'cause it it came out in theaters, and before the um quarantine, I went to at a different movie at least once a week, so sometimes it would just be <laughs> so there's only so many movies in the theaters, you know. So sometimes I just like go to a movie, even though it was, you know, in a, it like a sequel to movies I hadn't seen or whatever. I that and, I, and I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty good. I think I could. So I'm going to watch Fast Five. That's what I'm going to do. That.
0: I have my favorite movie of all time okay, that weird. I would sit down and laugh and enjoy every single time in Totoro. It's F- Fletch <laughs> with <What>? Chevy Chase. <laughs> I think it's the funniest shit ever. <laughs>
10: <laughs>
0: and fletch That's 2 is even exactly good as well it's a good sequel they get everybody back
10: oh. <laughs>
0: probably i guess i guess i have to put it at number two then yeah
10: <laughs> he felt comfortable
0: saying it he felt comfortable saying it after you were so understanding with my Fast Five thing. He's like, it's Fletch. That's no, my favorite damn I, movie. I was actually sitting here like, I don't like a damn any damn movie that much, and I'm like, alright, be a good sport and come up with something. That's That was my internal struggle.
10: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Chris... I mean, I'll be honest. With, with, with like my new attitude towards movies, I think... I don't know. I think I watched Fletch when I was a movie, but I think with my attitude towards movies, I think I would even movies that i bad and like laughable that i enjoy watching because like i i just sort of watch them in a different way you know which is yeah i'm not the first person to come up with that idea, but like, bad movies that are fun to watch you know so, it's like, bad in a certain way you know
0: that's yeah. really true well chris i want to thank you for calling in uh, uh i really appreciate hey, hearing you, from you
10: yeah, yeah. I, Happy Friday, and I love you know everyone's so nice. All the people in in the street fight radio community—they're all so nice and all so kind and uh, so I I love being a part of anything that you guys do. So thanks so much. I'll talk to you later.
0: later, Chris. Peace. Peace. Chris James called in. One and only. The one and only. The funniest dude in the world. And uh. uh let me get. Well, let's take another call here. I just actually listened to their YKS thing they did with the uh, radio DJs. Did you listen to that? Yes. It's, good morning. Good morning. It's a Chris morning in Apple City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen to Good Morning. Good Morning. It's on the YKS Patreon, but it's also uh, Stitcher Stitcher Premium. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Next call. Yeah. Do you have a number for me, or am I just taking? I will in on a minute. We'll take this call, and then we'll take that one next. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello. This
11: is uh, Danny in Brooklyn.
0: Hey, Danny. How's things in Brooklyn? Yeah, how's it going, Uh,
11: Danny? It's uh, it's good. I would like to wish Brian a a happy B-Day, a happy Brian Day, which, coincidentally enough, comes exactly 10 days after uh, Happy Danny Day.
0: And, uh, what movies so, are you gonna watch yeah. for Danny Day? Danny Day already happened. I,
11: it did. It did already happen. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, if it didn't cost so much, I would like to watch Tenant. Um, but how much not is Tenant? Uh, okay, I'm gonna uh, show my cards. I don't exactly know completely, but I, if it's more than like whatever Amazon Prime. Charges for, like, movies regularly. I don't want to pay for it yet, you know?
0: I think it's five ninety nine, If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can rent it now. I, I want to tell you something oh. about Tenet, though. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm fine with that. I mean,
11: as long as it's kind of cool and, like, I mean, you know, when Inception came out, that, you know, you really had to, you know, take a lot of effort to be like, okay, what are they doing? and you know you're like oh okay i'm i'm impressed because i i don't really get it but okay it's visually interesting
0: what well, you gotta understand here that it looks very neat but going just don't make just make peace with you're not going to understand it because it doesn't make any fucking sense that's the only problem i had with it was i went into it thinking like you know, everybody's saying this movie don't make any sense, but everybody else is stupid. I'm actually very smart. And then uh, I went to watch it and I was like, nope, people aren't stupid. This movie doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like, I think I he mean, had in- an idea. I think he, I think Christopher Nolan had like an idea for what he wanted to do and I just don't think he did a good job explaining what that idea was, what the reason for it was.
11: I mean, I kind of look at Christopher Nolan films like vehicles for whoever's acting in them. So like I look at that movie and I kind of think like, oh, you know what? Honestly, good for Robert Pattinson. It seems like he's really he rehabilitated his image as like not a shiny vampire anymore. Like he's like a well thought of actor. And from what I can tell, he seems like he's a pretty decent person. And it looks like he'll be a fairly decent Batman as well. I saw the trailer for that. Um, you can't put no so, like, faith in white right, man.
0: Person. But uh,
11: yes I mean, we'll never know.
0: We'll find uh, no. We'll find yeah, out eventually what he's doing.
11: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, in that in that uh in the new Batman, yeah, yeah. Eventually, for that, yes, we will find out. Um, but uh, I was gonna say, as far as like birthday stuff goes, um, it kind of sounded like for a little bit that uh you were you kind of had like a little like, and his birthday was kind of a very mediocre slash you know whatever situation and i gotta tell you like as um, a fellow capricorn december to late january birthday situation i have to agree i would say that if you have a birthday in january of 2021 uh you're kind of putting this real like rock and a hard place situation where it's not only is it just winter like it normally is so like normally like my birthday is a very you know literal cold endeavor you know it's not like summer birthdays where you can like hang out on a porch on a bar or something like that but like this year especially it was very uh i don't know it's just kind of blase you know i literally worked uh doing bike messenger shit like for eight hours and then that was it
0: yeah i think if this wasn't if if we weren't in the quarantine I think we would have probably taken tonight off, really, to tell you the truth. It just is because tomorrow's MLK day, so nobody has to work or nobody around me has to work. And uh, uh, we could have had like a really fun night and stuff. But it's just like, well, what's more fun than working, really, at this point? It's the only thing we do, you know? I, um, I do have some sort of twisted mentality where I get pride from working on my birthday <laughs> where like, I, I'm not going to feel, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm just going to just really going to puff myself up and say how fucking amazing I am for yeah. doing this. Yeah. Well, it also wasn't my birthday. So it f- felt weird to take it off since my birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, but i just kind of wanted to but then i i just was like you know what i feel good now i'm here i'm doing the show feel better than i did when i got here before i did the show so i i mean it's like a good thing you know so what else is going on danny did you did you uh call uh to say happy birthday or did you have something
11: oh i uh honestly i was just uh Curious about what your, your, your feelings on the whole January birthday situation. Like I've, uh, and I don't know. I've, I've always been, I'm very neutral about it. Like I'm, I turned 33 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much, like, I don't know how sensitive you are about your age, your age or if you or your age, if you are not, um,
7: how old did you turn this year? 42.
11: 42. Okay. So we're, we're almost a decade apart. Um, But, uh, yeah, 33 so far, you know, it feels fine. Uh, I don't have any opposition to it, Uh, you know. um, You got any lingering pains?
0: Any lingering pains popped up yet?
11: Uh, No. Okay. Mm, I mean, dude, just back shit, you know. Yeah. Lower back shit. Yeah. Six foot four. So, like, I think that's kind of like in that sort of that's coming down the pike eventually. But uh, I actually about six months ago uh you know like i live in new york i took my bike all the way out to rockaway parkway or to the rockaways which is just like at the very end of the new york city limit kind of close to jfk and i bought one of those inver- inverting tables love them um, from a guy on craigslist
0: there's one of those in the beast factory <laughs> there is one of those in the beast factory we <laughs> have inversion tables <laughs>
11: you got there they are i i it's funny because you know chiropractic and that kind of stuff kind of like falls into the sort of quasi like um naturopathy realm when i think people try to fix it but there is something about an inversion table that is quite unique when you like are i mean you literally just have all your blood just Going right down in your brain, and uh, you're having gravity do the work for
0: you. I won't get on the fucking thing. My wife gets on it. My daughter gets on it. I won't get on it. I'm too weirded out by the whole thing. First of all, it feels like some rich guy thing to do. Like weirdly, like if 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 we were making a movie, Batman had one, I think. Of course, of course, yeah. If we were (laughs) making a movie and we wanted to show Brett was a fucking weirdo. You'd walk into the room and it would be a fucking inversion table. Dude, I yanked my back at the warehouse when I was in my 20s. And ever since then, I have had a back regimen. And you meet other people that have bad backs and then you just share notes on everything. So I have this, com- I have like a bunch of tools and creams and everything ready to go whenever my back goes the wrong way. <laughs> and to keep yeah, it it's feeling good.
11: Oh yeah, I mean, I uh, I think something that I kind of am, I, my my kind of prediction over the next five years, and this is for everybody, um, as far as back stuff goes, is in about five years we're all going to um, experience the like post Casper mattress kind of situation. Because like when I first moved to New York, I, like I worked at a tech job and I made like fifty grand a year, which is I'm like a dude. So like it was like a A king's ransom for me so like i was like oh i'll buy a casper it is that that'll be great you know and so far it's been all right it's been an okay mattress but like you know all that tech this like tech startup you know vc money infused things like you know their their technology is reasonably sound but we'll really see what happens Um, in like 10 years once those those mattresses start piling up we on don't, the, on the sidewalk.
0: Yeah, we don't have enough time to do this, but I definitely went on a tirade a, a month or two ago about I hate those fucking memory foam, plastic ass, gasoline mattresses that they just pop out like it's flome. We bought one, uh, and. It's the I, it's so firm and it sucks and I don't think it works. And <laughs> I'm just so I regret that I bought it and I want to go back to the regular old luxurious mattress. I feel like they've sold us all a lesser sleeping experience because they can just fire it out into a box and sell it on Amazon for three hundred and fifty dollars, sell it on a podcast for thirty dollars a month for thirty months or whatever. 3D print the fucking Yeah, it. there's nothing to it. They I yeah. hate them. Mine also now has a fucking peak in it. So as soon as my wife gets out of bed, I climb the mountain and kind of steady my weight so that way I can finally sleep a little easier because I don't feel like I'm rolling down the side of a fucking mountain when I go to bed. And I bought a real one. like, And I went for the, the, the good one yes. like where they were like, this one will S- last forever. Metal, wood, the yeah, real it's, shit. It's got a pillow top on both sides so you can flip it. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I love it i sleep so well and and i'm not buying another new one now like i'll if i i'm not going to buy a casper i'm going to buy another really nice mattress again one of those sleep those sheep sleep on yeah no i got the (laughs) old mattress factory is where Uh, i got mine from and they put it together the old way uh... the ways of the old world
11: My 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 piece of advice to anybody who uh, does have one uh, is uh, if you don't have a frame that has what is I suppose referred to as a I think they're called literally called a bunkie board, which is just those slats Mm -hmm. that go on the on the frame. Get a metal version of those and put it in your bed frame as a replacement because just even if it's just aluminum. Like that, that's going to keep the mattress straighter, uh, overall and not destroy your back as much. And, uh, yeah, man, lower, lower, but I, I'm, I'm I hope I can hold it off as long as possible. You know,
0: you know, I mean, you can't, I mean, the exercise is important. The core workouts and all that stuff really makes the biggest difference. Like that, that has like running is, is really intense to, Workout for your core and that midsection area, but that's been the the only thing that has staved it off. If you, like sometimes I feel like I don't want to work out, or I'll be sore um, if I do. But it's the only thing that that keeps me healthy. I feel like otherwise I, I sit down and I just feel like shit, you know. At the end of the day, sit down to do the computer. Yeah. Shit. you
11: you absolutely you have, abs- I mean, and like, I'm a cyclist. Like I, like I said, I do delivery yeah. and shit and I like conservatively ride like 200 miles each week. But I'm telling you right now, like it's a cycling is a lazy person.
3: Sport. <laughs> it yeah.
11: does it's not as, I mean, it could be, it can be intense, but also, uh, it really isn't that much of a workout. Yeah. Like I have pretty strong quads and cabs, but my midsection, uh, there isn't really any definition going on there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, it's not definition. You just got to build that shield strength. But thanks for yeah, calling, yeah, in. Sure. Yeah, thanks calling in. I appreciate it.
9: It's good oh, to yeah. hear from
0: you. All right. Later. Peace. Peace. All right. Next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
9: Uh, this is uh, Tom Sexton from uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Holy hell. <laughs> Tom Cat. What's up? What's what's happening, boys? <laughs> How's it going, Tom? I'd just like, I just like to pack on a couple of thoughts on that mattress thing, too, because I'm bred on this one. What, mostly because I'm a hot sleeper. But also, this is true. Anytime I've ever made a big purchase, or, or what should have been a big purchase, but I was like, nah, I'm going to skimp a little bit and go down like mm-hmm. a deer. I've always regretted it. And I I relate heavily to, well, not only like sleeping hot on a memory phone, but like getting the little dips and grooves and that shit and like having to climb the mountain (laughs) and like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. uh, And that is, it,
0: it is more affordable, but it's like at what cost? I mean, I thought we were all sharing these quotes about how you spend a third of your life in bed. You know, that's where you should spend your money. And now we've got people saying you can get them from a podcast.
9: Right, man. That's 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 yeah it's uh, I tell you what I have uh, went back to the classic springs and I've never been happier.
0: I'm with you. I have never moved to the internet ones cuz I listen, I'm a podcaster, right? I I don't <laughs> I don't trust a podcaster to tell me yeah. about a mattress. I just don't I, know. I don't trust myself <laughs> to tell me about a mattress. Yeah, I know so how much of a podcaster out. is an expert about anything. Zero. That's
9: right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. I'm, Brian, how was the how was how was Brian Day? How did Brian Day strike out? Great.
0: It went really well. We watched some movies. We we uh, uh ate pizza and uh then I had a cheeseburger tonight. I'm just like really eating a lot of bad food over the next few days and then uh uh you know hanging around the house doing stuff.
9: You know hey, let me ask you this. Are, are you still doing the soylent in the morning, and then like one big meal later on in the day?
0: <laughs> I am still doing so I'm doing smoothies in the morning, and one big meal okay. later on in the day. I got one of those ninja blenders and switched off the soylent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
9: but uh okay. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to ask you as a soylent guy. I, just, I knew that was, you had a brief dalliance when we were on the road last summer, or summer before last, I guess, man.
0: Oh, I had about well, a year dallying. Something. Say, that's, yeah, that's still road fuel, too. Yeah, I'll probably still take it on the road, you know, when we're doing, when when you go back to doing live shows. If I'm gone for two weeks, a s- Soylent's probably going to be the only solution for me. But, uh,
9: uh, well, you know what? I might jump on that train with you. And I'll tell you why. It's because it, it dawned on me at age 35 that you need vitamins now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like, like, I, I've just lived the first three decades of my life assuming that, like, well, I'm getting enough of what I need, and now I'm starting to get little twitches and jerks and aches and pains and fatigue, and I think I think it's time that I, you know, in, interrogate that.
0: <laughs> yeah, m- mind your minerals, too. Yeah. Vitamins yeah. and minerals. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah, know what's hard for me, Tom, is I hate vegetables, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I gotta say, I, I, I have to say, you know, sometimes they do absolutely suck. Like that's the, sometimes I, I made some Brussels sprouts today that were god awful, but I knew they were good for me. Yeah. And my daughter didn't want to eat them, and it's like, you know what? These aren't the best ones ever made, but you're not going to get the best Brussels sprouts every day. You just gotta wolf them down. You got to figure out how to make it work. Roll it up in a it's piece of cheese. To
9: get the nutrients.
0: Yeah. You need the nutrients. That's the problem with me though. I mean, we put enough butter on them, you know, it's at least it's halfway good. I know. And you know, I spent right. so many years all the the only vegetables I got were like hot peppers and <laughs> <laughs> stuff like pickles, that. you know. Pickles, hot peppers, ketchup, ketchup, <laughs> french fries is also yeah. And I'm just I don't know. I I'm more conscious now about making sure I get Some kind of vegetables in me. And I think that's because I'm old and I start confronting my own mortality at this point where it's like, all right, like maybe cheeseburgers once a week. Not because like in my 20s, I ate cheeseburgers six days a week. Basically, I had a rotation of fast food restaurants that I went to every day, every night. It's like, are we going to do Wendy's tonight? We're going to do Arby's tonight and that was a hard enough thing to break you know
9: right right yeah no i'm i'm the same way and it's like i'm just curious because i'm like man i subsisted for so much of my life on chicken nuggets and you know chicken nuggets don't have like magnesium or you
3: know (laughs) yeah
9: simon or anything that you really i guess like a lot of shit's fortified maybe that's like The only reason we're not all like walking around like with scurvy or some shit, but like, (laughs) you know,
0: you got to get a nice blender. You got to get on smoothie life. I think that it's like, it's, it's like taking your pills. You just throw some celery and lemons and apples and avocados and shit and blend it up and just drink it down. It really is. It gets it out of the way. And people yell at you and say, people yell at you and say, it's better to just eat the whole thing. Cause for fiber, but it's... That's juicing. That's not the same. Oh, smoothies are Smoothies, good? you get all the fiber, too. Okay. I, that's what I was going to say, because I've had people say, like, oh, you know, you got to get the fiber, too. You, you So, smoothie and i up makes it bad, almost, or not as good, and I'm like, they always wow. Well, but- well, it's like, and that's, I hate that shit, too, when they say, you know, that smoothie's bad. It's like, all right, I'll have a double cheeseburger, then. I guess I'll... Fu- I'm just going to have a milkshake. I'm going to have a fucking... Thirty-eight ounce milkshake instead. Then, <laughs> if this is so goddamn bad, if, if if I made the biggest mistake of grinding up my celery and avocados before I fucking ate them.
9: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not doing this for aesthetics. I just need the vitamins and the minerals. You know what I mean? I don't.
0: I need something that body. isn't beige in my body. I need something that isn't beige or cheese in my body. Yeah, or meat. I'm a meat yeah, guy. I mean. So you know, so much meat. It's just. Yeah, there comes a point where you just have to make a decision where you're like, okay, like I don't fucking want to eat these vegetables, but tonight we eat vegetables. Tonight's a vegetable night. Well, every day should be vegetables. Let's take it slow. Okay. Right? Okay, okay sorry.
9: Vegetable night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you though. Like usually for me every day is like uh some sort of starch fortified with stuff not. Yeah. Know? Not good. Not good. I love starches. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to get on the the juice and life too, just to you know, get my vitamin stores back up. Smoothie that shit see, up, I'm Tom. See if that's what's wrong with me first. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> you gotta get. A, Tom has the same kind of anxiety I do. You know, before this show, I thought I was dying. Before this episode, I uh, laid down wrong and my chest kind of hurt, and then I thought I was having a heart attack.
9: Well, that that's like the scary shit about getting in your, like, 30s and 40s. It's like, you know, that's like you start getting into that, like, frame where, like, oh, shit. It, you can't do that, like, triangulation where it's like, okay, I'm 26. This is most likely not a heart attack. You
6: know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, also, you start seeing also, you see, you see like, artists and, and people that you like all of a sudden just drop dead out of nowhere at 38 or something. And you're like, whoa, I didn't know that could happen. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Recently <laughs> yeah, arrested. Right. Uh- a- a wrestler that's like younger than me died recently and, and he looked older than me, by the way. Sure. And, uh, but he's younger than me and he died recently just out of nowhere. And I was just like, yeah, that can also happen. You know what I mean? And I'm not, you know, yeah. that's the good way though. You start thinking like, what am I even doing? I want to yeah. be surprised. I don't want to know it's coming. I just want to be surprised and, and just be out of here on the next spaceship out of town.
9: Well, well, but. Right. Brad did really quell my fears about that in a lot of ways. <laughs> what did you, see, tell, you said one time, we were talking, you're like, well, here's the thing about dying: is you're not really going to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have you to know? sit around I mean, like, and like, the worst, I guess, is like, you're not
0: going to be rubbing your hands together, like figuring out how this thing plays out or anything.
9: <laughs> right, 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 yeah. I, you know, but like, the worst thing, obviously, would be getting like a horrible diagnosis and then that playing out over a period of time. That would be like a real trial. That's hard it's to like, stare down. It was just like a sudden thing. Yeah, like, you, you're not going to know nor care.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just fall. You fall off a bicycle the wrong way, and then all of a sudden you're not there anymore. You had no idea. It was you had no idea.
9: <laughs> this is true. Right.
0: That's true. Right. That is, I I'm gonna th- I, I try to think <laughs> of it that way, but then you know you're laying in bed late at night. You ate 20 milligrams of uh, THC when you usually just eat 10. And uh, yeah, I start rolling around, and my whole body and brain is vibrating, and I'm like trying to watch this TV show. And then on the TV show, a guy dies of a heart attack, and then I'm just like, "Great, you need good." That's where the smoothie comes in. You need to say, "Well, I had kale today. That's- I took three leaves of kale, and I put it in a blender, and I had that. That's vitamin K. That's good stuff. That guy didn't eat that."
9: <laughs> I'm not dying on kale day.
0: <laughs> now, Are you having like? Is everything going uh, uh, well with the uh, uh, COVID? Are you are you more cooled out living in it now, Tom? I know. Me and you started Holy Boys at I the beginning was, of COVID.
9: I was, I was, and now all these new variants and strains popping up. I'm back to square one. Really? <laughs>
0: i I have decided. I have decided that if you now you know obviously this might be misguided but i have decided that if if you are relatively careful you aren't going to get it probably and if you do get it it'll be a slight case cuz you you're wearing a mask you're not breathing in the full covid thing and that's that's what i've given myself in my mind you know it's wow. like if you're pretty careful i mean where are the chances of you getting it if you keep the bubble small and i know you're keeping the bubble really small
9: as uh, small as you can get that
0: i had to listen to y'all yell <laughs> through masks on trillbillies too last
9: year. what's that
0: i said re- i remember the muffled trillbillies episode you did on the front porch where you're all wearing masks still while you
9: recorded Oh, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, we were distanced and all that shit outside. <laughs> of course, now it's like, you know, if you got an N95 master, like, you know, like you'd wear it to like work with dust or some shit, like, you know, it's, you're probably fine to even just be out anywhere, but like, you know, still.
0: I think outside is relatively. I think outside is pretty safe. I mean, you don't want to be really oh, yeah, close oh, to yeah. people, but like, if I'm outside, it's like I'll wear the mask if I'm around a bunch of people. But generally, if I'm out just on my walk, I'm just like, yeah, I'll put the mask on if I got to go in anywhere. But like outside, you know, that shit just floats through the I mean, it's it's not as easy to catch it outside. The people that are getting it, I feel, are the ones going to restaurants who think that as long as you're sitting down, COVID doesn't come out of your mouth. <laughs> right. If you bend at the waist. To- Dude,
9: that that shit. That shit blows my mind. Like this whole like sanitation theater shit we were doing like earlier in the pandemic where it's like everybody's like, Oh, well we we scrub all of our tables with bleach and all of our waiters wear masks and all this stuff and then it's like I talked to my buddy up in Boston, JL, who who works with viruses and shit, he's like, Man, nobody's fucking catching this from like you know, go rub your fucking face in your mail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's catching it from fucking surfaces. You know. But, like, I feel like a lot of restaurants made people believe early on that, like, oh, that's the primary mode that this, like, spreads from. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, actually, no, it's, it's aerosol. So. <laughs>
0: I just saw in some of my budget groups uh, they were saying Walmart has hand sanitizer on clearance for 95 cents and, and w- Myers has it for 30 cents somebody said. Yeah, because they that's not the thing. That wasn't what we needed. But now they're sitting around but you, you do, I walk by restaurants all day and it's just all these people sitting around the table without masks on talking and then there will be like a, a plexiglass partition that doesn't go to the ceiling next to them and it's like,
6: right. do you know how this thing spreads?
0: Yeah, they haven't <laughs> you know? They've been clued in yet, I guess.
6: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, that's, it's all like, a, it's that's
9: part of the whole sanitation theater, man. It's like they put all these sort of like half-assed measures in place that try to inspire confidence and like, none of them really address like the core issue is that it's aerosol spread. You know what I mean? So it's like, Oh, I'm fine because there's like a weird piece of plexiglass between me and this next table. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I had a I had a weird moment where I went to go pick up food and I walked into the place and a dozen a half dozen people were waiting to get their food and they had tables full of people eating. And I said, hell no, I'm, I'm not standing in here. They didn't have any fucking windows open. So I stood there just with the door open. I stood at the door with it open because I'm like, you need some airflow in here. Like, even if I was the cooks in there, I would have said, somebody open up this fuck in place is it? Is we're just living on our yeah. own stink right here.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yes, it, the people in the back, man, that got it the worst. That are just like hemmed in there all day with that, that shit. And you can't, you can't distance in a fucking restaurant. We've all worked in restaurants. Like you know, it's asshole to elbow like the whole yeah. fucking time.
0: Yeah, kitchens aren't made for people to stand six feet apart from each other.
9: No, <laughs> no, no, hell no. It's like. 12 people in like a six foot radius yeah absolutely but it's just insane man it's just it's just it's just like i don't know i don't know that shit stresses me the fuck out now I, i'm getting to that point that's like uh, like i'm watching television or movies and like seeing people i'm like wait or like you know since i'm like oh wait was this filmed in 2019 Yes. This is the film in 2020. It's super irresponsible.
0: <laughs> I watched a 2020 Shark Tank the other night with, with, uh, the wife and kid. And they were all sitting so far apart and they had the little zoom scenes and stuff like that. And I'm just like. Oh, man. I I like watching stuff where there's crowds and shit. I was watching Bar Rescue last yeah. night and it felt so good to see full bars. Feels dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, are, f- are there new Bar Rescues? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's making it now, but I I mean, I was just watching I was watching old episodes of it and I just was like, this is fucking great. These people are all fighting at each other in the bar and like You know, yelling at each other, and they're all in together. It's just so great to see when you can when you can feel someone's spit droplets when they're screaming at your face, and you can feel them like land on your eyelash, and you're just standing there trying to be stoic, like "fuck you, motherfucker." (laughs) Yeah,
9: (laughs) well, that's the thing, man. Like, like we all do this, right? It's like, like, like the way I comport myself normally. Like I feel it's, like conducive to like you know like even during flu season, like I'm weird shit about like you know washing my hands incessantly and you know like not being around a ton of people, and I can remember that show we did in Columbus, I guess probably what was that like maybe December before last yeah, it was
0: December. last
9: it was yeah. last December, yeah, 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 it's like I, I like I, and it's like now I kind of miss that, like you know what I mean, like I was like, God. I hate that, like talking to people and like, you know, like they're kind of drunk and like kind of like spitting all over your shit. But now I'm like, I kind of like for a stranger to kind of hit in my face a, a little bit. Same here. Yeah,
0: I used to, th- I used to pout after tours. I used to come back and just be like, how do I get back to normal? Like I was, you know, we, we didn't, we never made like thousands of dollars. You know, we always scraped by when we la- we just land the plane without doing any damage. And, and I used to be so miserable right. when I get back. And now I'm, I'm like, I want to go back to that speakeasy. Like, I'll tour for free if I can just go to yeah. a bar from 3 to 6 in the morning and dance and hang out. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. I'm like, fuck yeah. it. I, I, I don't need to make money. I just want to travel. <laughs> yeah. I just want to stand on stage and have – I just need people to tell me how good I am. I need that. It feels like everything we do is happening in a weird bubble now where you can't hear people cheering and stuff like that. So then it makes you depressed and it makes yeah. you feel like nobody's paying attention, you know?
9: Well, did people tell you you are special on Brian Day?
0: Not really. Some people did. That's for sure. You got some shout outs. I got some, some not enough, outs. apparently. But it's tomorrow. Is my actual birthday. <laughs> okay. So that's when people will see Brian Day was yesterday. Brian Day was yesterday. Tomorrow's my birthday. Okay. I'm not trying to take heat away from MLK, guys. Sure. Okay? But that means your birthday isn't tomorrow.
9: (laughs) I started saying, man, it's a tough act to follow.
0: That's true. That's true. Thank you. But, I mean, I'm saying when people go to my profile on Twitter, the balloons will go up tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, the people will find out about it when... when uh people
9: tell you how special you are
0: i hope and, you Presumably. know i, I hope Hopefully. so that would be nice
9: okay
0: well tom i want to thank you for calling in uh i really appreciate it and uh we're gonna we're me and you are gonna plan a stream where we watch one of kenneth copeland's movies soon
9: oh dude i can't wait i can't wait Brad, me and you we gotta huddle up soon i'm, I'm sorry i've been such a lazy ass
0: yeah I mean I'm the same I I, I agree I, I'll give you a call tomorrow uh, just you know try the number you know just call me and I'll pick it up and, and I'll do the same for okay. you sweet it's good cool, to talk cool. to you Tom always always I'll see you soon see ya. see ya let's take a break right. it's breaky time yeah Um. Oh, was I was I just forgot it it had something to do with that video game that related to what you said. Sorry. Um, we have music this week from Mary Lattimore. Uh, this, uh, the, the messages came along with this said, Ian just sent you a unicorn catches a falling star in heaven by Mary Lattimore. I hope Mary Lattimore is on your radar. Thanks for the content. Uh, Thank you, Ian, for sending this in. If you have music that you want to hear on Street Fight Radio, send us an email by going to streetfightradio.com and going to contact or just send us one at streetfightradio at gmail.com. Message us on any of the platforms, whatever it may be. We'd love to hear what you got. We're going to be back after this music and taking more calls. Peace. Welcome back, back to, to Street, Street Fire Radio. Radio. It's, it's the call-in, call-in show. Uh, we've got a full queue, so wait until next week if you want to call in. Uh, that music was from Mary Lattimore. You can find them at Mary Lattimore. That's M-A-R-Y-L-A-T-T-I-M-O-R-E. Mary Lattimore Harpist. H-A-R-P-I-S-T dot bandcamp If you want some more chill music it's while you're working, while you're relaxing, whatever it is, that was a great... Uh, suggestion. Thank you, Ian, for sending us that. And once again, if you want to hear your music on Street Fight Radio, send us a message wherever we're at. You can even do that from streetfightradio.com, which has the links to everything else that we do. Uh, so far, so good. Calls have been great. It's been a good Day Call Day show. Bry guy. Bry guy Taking call. some calls. You ready to get back into it? Yeah, let's get Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
12: Oh, hey, guys. Hey, who's this? This is Josh from Albuquerque. What's up, Josh? How's it going tonight? Oh, pretty good. I just uh, called in because I wanted to turn you guys on to a scam. Okay. Let's hear it. So, I know that you were saying that tag switching is dead, but... Um, so you had mentioned last week that you, um, wanted to upgrade your, uh, your bed bedding. And so that got me thinking and I went to target, which this isn't really a scam. It's just straight up stealing, but, um, we like that too. If you switch, yeah, if you switch, uh, if you switch the bags that the um sheet set is in, Ooh. you can get the nicest ones for the cheapest ones priced. But they're the same colors and they look exactly the same, but the the tag is sewn onto the little sack that it comes in. So you switch them and then you get like a hundred and seventy five dollar linen fancy thing for the same price as like the jersey t-shirt cotton shitty one the dorm room shit
0: luxury yeah. hotel luxury hotel stuff for dorm, dorm room prices that's a good one right well and that's that was always my when i ever tax switched i would also do stuff like that where i would find the most expensive um I find the most expensive cookware and then just put the cheap shit on because when they look at their screen and they ring it up, it's just going to say like cookware set or linens or whatever it may be. So that is a good, that is a good tip.
12: Yeah. I mean, they didn't bat an eye, so I figured that one was a good, uh, so you pulled it off to try if anybody's trying to, trying to upgrade your, uh, you know, your betting game. So you pulled it off. Uh yeah. I mean there's that's like one of the few places that they have don't have cameras too because you know most of that stuff's too big to stuff under your shirt or whatever. Uh-huh. I guess that is a good so, point. You can really get away uh, with some shit in so that, the areas
0: where they're not and, hiding down your pants stuff. Yeah, and there was there's also um you can kind of you can do a switcheroo underneath the shelves like if you're playing around in the shelves and grabbing stuff off of it, and then you go underneath to unzip something and put it into another bag, you're blocked from up above. Like they're not going to see what's going on underneath that shelf. It just looks like you're moving things around, making your decision.
12: Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I've also done this with, um, because here in Albuquerque, everybody has flat roofs, which is just a real pain in the ass. And, uh, you have to paint them with these different kind of coatings, but I mean this stuff's like fifty five dollars a gallon. But if you switch the tags at Home Depot, then you can get it for like the cheap nine ninety nine stuff. Really? So okay. You can save yourself a couple hundred bucks on that one. So that's also the the other times that I've done. So there's uh, still hope out there for tag switchers. So
0: Hell yeah, there yeah. Is. yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, uh, uh that is a good hint. That is a good that's good penny saver uh street fight uh money saving idea out there for everybody. And uh thanks for calling yeah, in. That, that's all I got. Yeah, thank you guys. Peace. Appreciate it. That was great. Good good hints there. Yeah, this is an opportunity. This hints from Heloise. Except for it's hints on how to steal. Yes. I shared, um, so there was some lawyer that, he's called the Lockpick Lawyer on YouTube. I think handle of Rye sent it to me. Uh, their video on how to remove those pesky ink tags if you bring your clothes home and they forgot to take them off. Yeah. You just need a couple magnets, neodymium magnets. We should have talked to uh, Tom about those. But yeah, you just need a couple magnets. You can take off any fucking, any any ink tag that comes home with an item how does that because that's how they work the, the way that they work is that there is a there is a catch on the end of the pin and when you put the magnet to the end of the ink tag it pulls everything off that's how the real thing works ah, it's a magnet that gets rid that unlocks it let's get some magnets and sell them in the store good idea it's smart it's get to call in thanks for calling tree fight who are we talking to tonight Hey, man. Yeah, you're on. on. Who's this?
6: Hey, uh, this is Andres from Brooklyn.
0: What's up? How's it going?
6: Uh, it's going good. It's going good. Uh, this is the first time calling in. I've been listening to you guys for a while now. Um, I wanted to tell you guys a story about a band that my uncle was in. Okay. Ooh. Let's hear it. Um, I was listening to the uh, to the Butt Fest show and i was loving it so much and i was um thinking back to when i was a kid and my uncle uh my uncle's a drummer and he used to be in this band in miami uh called vernon's machine and they were actually about to get signed by fred durst um and they were gonna go on tour with limp biscuit
5: whoa
6: or at least this is the story that i was i was this is a story that was told by my like dad and my uncle um so apparently, like, Fred Durst shows up to, like, a bar to, like, meet them and stuff. And they're, like, going to go on with signing and everything. But the lead singer of the band that my uncle was in got, like, really drunk and showed up and just started, like, insulting Fred Durst and Mint Biscuit. <laughs> so they ended up not getting signed.
0: No! <laughs> <laughs>
6: I mean, what, yeah. what, what kind of shit was he? He did it to his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, like, super, super drunk and was just, like... You guys suck. Like, I don't want to, like, sell out and, like, go tour with you guys and just got, like, really belligerent with him. And apparently he just, like, got up and left. What kind of music was it? Um, I was actually re listening to it today because I used to listen to it. Like, when I was a kid, I was super into it. And I would listen to it while I was, like, playing Halo 1 on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, this super, like, butt rock new metal kind of stuff. But they use like synth, but they have like the same theme that goes on a lot of the Butt Rock songs, where they like talk about like not being enough. Yeah, it's called Vernon's Machine. Vernon's Machine, yeah. Uh, I'm not. Sh- Apparently, like one of the guy's grandfather was like a machinist, and the uh-huh. guy's name was Vernon. I'm looking him up, but to like see- I don't. If they I uh, don't even think you could find them anywhere. I don't even think you can find them anywhere, but if you wanted to listen to them I like I could send you like a I have like the files of their music, but I don't think they're anywhere to be found.
0: No, it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like they uh uh hit the internet. But I mean if they were going to tour with Limp Bizkit, it was
6: probably before the internet, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think it was like super early 2000s. Yeah, but they, they just didn't get a website. I'm not exactly sure when it was. Yeah, they they were like kind of popular in Miami. Like I think they got on the cover of like some local Miami magazine. But other than that, they never like toured big or anything.
0: Man, I bet you he's kicking himself because if he would have toured with Limp Biscuit, he could be playing small clubs right now.
6: I don't think he really cares that much. He's like a super right winger now, so. Oh man, yeah, man!
0: Jeez, Fred Durst did that to him.
6: <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: I'm blaming Fred. He was, for... he
6: was on that path. That's just how they how they end up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for calling in. That was a good that was a good story.
6: Awesome! Thank you guys. Could I plug something real quick?
0: Yep, Vernon's machine.
6: Um, no, actually, it's um, a mutual aid group that I've been working with here in Brooklyn. Uh, it's called Bushwick Ayuda Mutua, which is uh, mutual aid in Spanish. Um, if you guys want to like check us out on either Twitter or Instagram, it's at Bushwick Ayuda. That's A U or A Y U D A. And yeah, we do really good stuff. We like feed people in the community, and we're always looking for donations and volunteers if anyone is in the Bushwick area. Cool.
0: Cool. Yeah, absolutely.
6: Yeah. Hell yeah, help them out if you're in Bushwick. Thanks for calling in. All right, thank you guys and happy Happy Brian Day. Thank you, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, uh, thanks for calling. Absolutely. Uh, I also I didn't I, you know I don't have I never had any musicians in my family. I'm I'm a really a fanatic about music, but I never got close to it. I wish I had just some renegade uncle that went full in on the band and thought it was going to happen. That, the, that, now, is that a good story? That you've told Limp Bizkit to fuck off and now you do what you do? Or do you think it's regretful? Uh, I think it's a good story if you turned into some right-wing chud guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, that it's like, And it's like I didn't sell out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you it's get the story. For the rest of your life, you get to say, you know what? You may not know this about me, but one time Fred Durst came all the way to my bar with a contract ready for us to sign. And I said, hell no. Yeah, hell no, I ain't doing it. He probably doesn't say he was drunk or anything. No, he doesn't at all. No, yeah. he basically said he took a principled stance against bad music. He fucked up. Yeah, I didn't want to do bad music. All right, you ready for the next call? Yup. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, me? It's you. Who's this? Hey,
5: this is Alex uh, Alexander Edward from San Bernardino slash Seattle
0: slash Minion Death Cult slash Butt Fest Two Thousand. How's it going, Alex?
5: Uh, it's going very well. Happy Brian's Day to all.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a wonderful day for Brian's everywhere. Okay, how How's you it doing going so far? Pretty good, pretty good. We've heard from some of my, uh, I, I, I had a bunch of my co-hosts call in, a bunch of my uh, uh, mini-series co-hosts call in. So I had to get you on because everybody loved our show. Did you just hear the story our last caller had?
5: Beautiful story. Uh, I came to the same conclusion uh, that you did, Brian. I think it's a cool story because uh, Andres's uncle did not sell out. Yeah, I think that's that's the takeaway from the story and I also think I mean if you've listened to the Butt Rock uh Butt Fest 2000 wrap up, we talked about uh what's his name there from Stained, Aaron Lewis a lot and one of the songs we we covered was uh I think it was In Country Boy where he talks about selling his soul to the devil in Hollywood. Mhm. <laughs> And if you know uh, Aaron Lewis's history, he, he's talking about Fred Durst.
0: Yeah. In West He is, he is talking about Fred Durst, actually, in that song, because that's who he sold his soul to. That's who signed the contract right. for, is Fred. So I
5: think uh, Andres' uncle has one up on Aaron Lewis because he never even sold his soul to the devil.
0: Yes. Ooh, you're yeah. right. He turned right wing, and he never sold his soul to the devil. So he's higher up on the uh, uh, he's higher up on the right wing thing. He doesn't have to write forty seven songs about how he's country now. I'm a country boy now. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> some city slicker. Okay. I love
5: this song, but it's like, hey, country boy can be from anywhere, including like Maine.
0: Yeah, somebody <laughs> actually said that the neighborhood he's from is a suburb in Vermont, which is that is a perfect story. <laughs> because in the song he keeps talking about how he has land. I got land. And it's like he's so embarrassing, Brett. I don't I don't know if you got to hear that. I didn't, yeah. But holy fucking mackerel, Aaron Lewis is an embarrassing dude now. Like really bad. It's like he's he's out there with all like the hipster artisanal cheesemakers like, "Yeah, we work the land." Yeah, well, he 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 is like a country boy now. Like sure. he's all of his songs are about how like i was born hunting deer and stuff like that you know what i mean it's like really embarrassing to listen to but uh how how is your how are you doing alex how's everything going with you
5: pretty good uh we just recorded mini death call just recorded an episode with uh jesse farrar of uh jf your kickstarter sucks jf the one and only uh kickstarter your kickstarter sucks go off kings uh and it was a very fun app that, that one's coming out uh early this week uh probably not tomorrow because i'm already kind of drunk and i don't have time to edit it
0: he's uh, fun to record but, with though he's he is a funny fucking guy
5: great great guest i mean he's a great host like, you know, I'm a big fan of your Kickstarter sucks And Golf Kings Didn't know how he was going to do as a guest But uh, he came through
0: Yeah, yeah uh, I tried to hip him Do you know this site? Uh, the the Christian Slash conservative uh, uh, Fundraising site uh, Hold on I sent it to him We got it from the tube.com website It's <laughs> called uh, Give, send, go
5: no, I haven't heard of this one. <laughs>
0: so it is a Christian slash conservative crowdfunding site where you can either pledge, pledge now, share now, or pray now. You can you can uh, 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 send a prayer actually, just in case you wanted to do that.
5: That's I mean that takes a lot of like uh, what do you what do you call it like emotional energy mm-hmm. like it ta- it takes a lot of uh, emotional labor. You know, so that's not nothing. I, you know, everybody who's donating prayers, they, uh, they, they should be rewarded as well.
0: I think you guys can find some good stuff on there. I mean, we looked at it and there was like a, uh, a fundraiser for a proud boy on there. There, and he's wearing the proud boy stuff. There's like all of this stuff. And, uh, only one of them I've seen has been successful. And, and, and it's a thousand dollar. Uh, uh fundraiser so that's sort of easier to do yeah
5: well they have i feel like they have traditional avenues like i think a church is like the original gofundme right
9: true, true. well like, why don't think like the gas station too phone, like
5: bulletins? that's true true
0: yeah like one of these we is, talked about go ahead no you go
5: uh, I was going to say, one of the things we talked about on the episode with Jesse, it was a very happy coincidence. Uh, we talked about people who wanted the uh, MyPillow guy, uh, Mike Lindell. They wanted him to uh, start producing uh, a smartphone to compete with Apple, to compete with the iPhone. Uh, so they, it would be called uh, the MyPhone from the My Pillow guy.
0: I hope he does it. I'm sure it'll be a great
5: phone did you um well, i think so he's got a mind for business
0: Did you happen to see the news that he had a QAnon discount code on mypillow.com going <laughs> forgot to talk about that yeah uh uh i saw the
5: q the the q on anonymous guys break that story that's that's amazing and it, he had like a million different phrases that worked for yeah. discount codes but like not every word worked so like biden the word biden wouldn't work but the word uh qAnon would work and then the word like patriot would work but trump wouldn't work very interesting
0: oh no yeah. he's like he's let up on trump he's left trump behind have you are you uh 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 do you think it i've got to ask you both do you guys think the my pillow guy do you think his pillows are actually good um, what, what, what proprietary technology does he say they offer it's, is it a buckwheat husk pillow or what
9: are we talking about
5: i don't know like my um my instinct is to say yeah like a guy who who just makes pillows like that's he's got to be good at it right like he's he he like he was like a a crack addict and a drug addict and then he pulled himself up by his bootstrap by virtue of how good his pillows were uh i think if you're a pillow guy you got to make good pillows like you can't be a bad pillow guy
0: that is the hope that you would be a good pillow guy uh alex i want to thank you for calling but i also want to thank you for doing butt fest with us with me it was very fun and uh we'll be back we're gonna do it again
5: Thanks for having me on. It was it was an incredibly fun time.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. I also I wanted to commend you for uh, your covering of The Minions Uprising too because uh we had to do a show live that night and it was very tough, but I really appreciated uh your insight, you and Tony's insight on the whole thing and digging through all those comments to figure out like what the uh what's in the air? What kind of feelings are in the air? What what kind of comments and theories are spreading amongst the masses? Uh
5: yeah, ha- I mean happy to do it. It was uh it's a, it's a weird time. It's it's also a very funny time. Uh there's so many aspects to cover. We're like still covering it. So we were still covering it uh this week with Jesse Farrar.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys have been great uh uh covering this stuff. I I uh I I can't believe you're still in those minds, in those content minds cuz I had to get out even. It, it damaged my brain.
5: It's, I mean, I think my, my brain is already, it's like, it's permanently damaged. It just, it thinks that way. And I'm actually jealous of uh, these people who are still coming up with things that I, that I couldn't imagine. I'm, I'm a little bit jealous of them.
0: (laughs) Well, Alexander, I want to say, thank you. You are a patriot dot, dot, dot. And do so (laughs) many great services for this country. Dot, dot, dot. You will be remembered beautiful thank you so much and have a good night listen to minion death call to everybody it's great all right thanks have Happy a good brother, night Alex hey. thanks for calling that makes the tour of my co-host good there that was a good time right yeah that worked out all right let's let's uh try to knock out these calls in 45 minutes I think we got it thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight hey
8: this is JL from California how
0: you guys doing doing well. all
8: right how, how are you JL Pretty good. Um, yeah, Sunday night, just just got all the laundry done. So it's been nice to listen while doing that.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I like listening to podcasts while I do the laundry too. That is like one of my top podcast times. Yeah, that's good.
8: Well, but so- yeah, I just wanted to call to uh, have a birthday and also talk about mattresses a little bit. A uh, small business timing story from working at a mattress store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I sold mattresses for uh, three years at a local chain. And um, which one of you said you had the double-sided mattress?
0: That's me. I have the double-sided.
8: Yeah, you got to hold on to that because here's capitalism for you. They they really don't – no one – one of the big manufacturers at least make double-sided mattresses anymore because they were lasting way too long for consumers. And so no one was buying new mattresses after those were like a big thing. Um, a little while back.
0: Yeah, mine really, mine's in perfect shape. Yeah. There's no dips or grooves or anything in
8: it. It's You bought that a while ago. Fucking great. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they don't make them anymore because for that exact reason, they realized, oh, shit, we perfected the mattress. We have to fuck this up again. That sucks. Um, yeah, it really sucks. <clears throat> but yeah, I, uh, I worked this chain. The owner was very involved. He actually worked like out of the store that I worked in as, as a sales guy. And, uh, he was really like big into like using gimmicks to sell mattresses. Like he thought that, uh, we'll just to get to it. We, there's a giant like rope of balloons that we'd have to put out every morning in front of the store. Um, and like giant balloons, like, uh, Oh, Way too big balloons.
0: Yeah, we've seen them. We've been by mattress stores before. And they all have the big balloon right there for us they to do. to gawk at. There is a there, there is this weird thing where it seems like people that run mattress stores think that balloons are the things that get people to come in.
8: Yeah, and I mean he he believed that uh, absolutely. So like the first thing you had to do was go back and and fill up uh, balloons to replace any ones that had popped overnight. Um. And he would get mad if they were too small, like if you didn't blow them up big enough. So you always played this game in the morning of having to like blow them up as big as he could, but they were known to pop yeah. if he blew them up too much and standing right there at the helium tank with one of those giant balloons popping right in your face. sucked major ass. And so like every morning you're like, Oh fuck, like, okay, I got to get it big enough, but like not too big. So that like it doesn't give me tinnitus uh, for the rest of the day. <laughs> Um, so that was like the number one task we had to do. Well, one Saturday I went and I opened up the store, um, with two other guys. We opened up the store at like 10 AM. There's people waiting outside to get in. And so we immediately have to help them. So we, we don't have time to do the morning tasks or whatever. And so we help them and finally help all the customers by like, uh, 1045 or whatever they're gone. And so we can finally start the morning tasks, but the printers will print the res- the invoices and receipts. We're down. So I was sitting at the desk over by the computers trying to, uh, fix the, trying to fix the, um, printer
3: mm-hmm.
8: with the, the manager who, uh, and so then our boss walks in, the owner walks in at 1045 and he screams at us as we're sitting over by the computers and he, he <laughs> he goes, there better be 10,000 fucking dollars in sales when I go check the computer right now. Where the fuck are the balloons? Uh, and uh <laughs> Whoa. anyway, but, yeah, it it's it sucked. I ruined the entire day. So because um, then he like,
0: what we we're, you, were you supposed to tell everybody to wait? Like I actually got to blow up balloons. I'm sorry, balloons, man. you're gonna love it. The atmosphere once the balloons are up, everything just feels a little bit more jovial.
8: Yeah, no, that's the thing. Is is of course we like e- like explained to him, you know why the balloons weren't out and he had to like eat shit because like he realized he yelled at us you know for no good reason because what he thought is he liked to you know think that he was like a chill and cool boss and in some ways he was just i mean in the fact that there was a lot of down time working at the store but he didn't give a shit if like all the tasks were done you could do whatever on the computer like play around and do shit And so he just immediately assumed when he walked in that we were like playing games on the computer over there instead of putting the balloons out. And so later on, he had to like come out of the office and like try to like talk about sports with us and stuff and like be chill and like, dude, you just screamed at us for like no good reason just because you were in a bad mood. Have they, uh, did he ever explain to you why the balloons
0: just like, he just kind of, did he have a reason for how they work?
8: Just, it's just to, I I mean, he never explained it well, but my assumption is it's just because, yeah, it catches people's eye Because you could, I mean, to be fair, you could fucking see him from, like, two miles away where we were situated. So, they did catch people's eyes, so it was sort of a thing, like, oh, I need to buy a mattress. There's that place that always has the balloons out.
0: Mm. That's true. I,
8: I do suppose that's true.
0: I just was thinking, like, why would, I mean, if... People don't just decide I'm going to get a mattress while they're driving by a place. Yeah. You know? Right. That is a exactly. good point. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to drive by it every day on the freeway and just know that's the one. And it's like, well, it's time. It's time. I got to go to the mattress store.
8: The, the, the funny thing is, I mean, he took it after I left, I, I, mean, I stayed in touch with some of the guys that worked there. After I left, uh, he took it a step further and started getting really anal about, he wanted to have a small balloon tied to the end of every mattress in the showroom floor, oh, which is God. like big showrooms. He, and he, so that became a thing that I, the guys had to start doing is he, tying a, a regular sized balloon.
0: He became um, a balloon
8: guy. The
0: he's just a balloon <laughs> guy.
8: He just loves well, balloons. I mean, he's just yeah. like, he wakes
0: up. He's like, we got to make money today. What works? The balloons work. We just need fuck- <laughs> the balloons are sales. Every balloon we blow up is another sale.
8: And that's the thing, like, it, it does, it does seem like the, the machinations of a, of like a depraved and like desperate mind, because this is all happening after he's launched his small mattress chain as like the internet mattresses are taking the industry by storm and yeah. leaving him in the dust. 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it sounds right. Up. Yeah. Cause I mean, everybody's ordering them even though they know they suck, you know? Yeah. Well, they're affordable. People are afraid of salespeople. They think they're going to get hoodwinked and all that stuff. Uh, and it is simpler to just sign online and see how much th- is this versus driving somewhere, I feel. True. Yeah, very true. Very true. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, uh, very good call. Sure. Thank you. Have a good night.
9: Happy birthday, night. Brian. Thank you. Good
0: night. Yeah, that's that sucks. Um, when they're treat you like shit, and then are just like, you know, I, I just gotta do that because I'm the boss. Like, I don't dislike you. I just would treat you like an idiot and call you a fucking dumbass because I'm in charge of you. Yeah, But I think still think we're, we're still cool, right? You know? No. We're not. <laughs> we're not cool anymore. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
4: Uh, hey. Am I on?
0: Yeah, it's you. Who's this? Hey, this is Chris from L.A. What's up, Chris? How's it going tonight? Uh, uh, not
4: too much. Just taking a break from sifting through some weeds for work. Thought I'd
0: call in and wish my favorite podcast host happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's very nice of you.
10: Yeah, man. You're probably the coolest dude I know that shares my birthday. So I'll
0: Nice. wish you a happy birthday, man. You know who else shares our birthday? <laughs> Jonathan Davis from Corn. <laughs> Really? Yeah. You have the same birthday as J.D.? Yeah, I do. J. J Devil's birthday, January 18th. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, And Kevin Costner. So those two guys, very cool guys. Uh, uh, But yeah, I have the same birthday as Jonathan Davis. So thank you for the birthday wishes. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. All right. (laughs) Have a good night. I'm gonna have to get going, so you guys take it easy. Thank you. Yeah, thank have you. Appreciate night. it. That's so nice. People yeah, are so nice. It, so. People, people just want me to have a good birthday. Yeah, it's wonderful. I feel nauseous. So okay. Well, we're getting there. We're getting close to done. I hope and that made you feel less nauseous. No, I. You know what? It's not the calls or anything. I just all of a sudden feel very nauseous. Nauseous. Too I much. might have to get up and go throw up okay maybe a possibility you have to just let me know well um, you don't have to let me know i won't have to let you know i'll just get up and i'll run. notice yeah i'll notice yeah yeah thanks for calling Street fight who are we talking to tonight
13: hey is this me yeah this is you who's this hey what's up guys uh this is zach from uh philly how are you doing tonight great how are you zach yeah pretty good i never been able to call in before because i usually have work on monday but thankfully because of brian day going in going over the weekend i have off tomorrow yeah
0: it's right. nice to have a monday off i have tomorrow yeah, off
13: too yeah, I, never have.
0: I ain't doing right. shit tomorrow
13: yeah that pretty much never happens i wake up for work at like 5 30 so i'm out before the call-in show starts yeah 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 yeah
0: for sure so what's going on tonight
13: uh, nothing much. I just wanted to tell you guys real quick about something really cool that a couple of my friends started, okay. which is they start, which is uh, they're starting uh, an organization called Mind X Grind, which is uh, like raising mental health awareness and uh, like getting people resources for therapy at like sliding scale donations within uh, the punk, the hardcore, and the metal community. Mm. Like, oh, and so we can't. Since uh, we can't really play shows right now, and for a lot of us, I know this is the case for me. Most of my social interaction is uh with playing shows. I haven't seen a good portion of my friends in over a year, now, in almost a year now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Columbus is the same. We, we, there's a very small group. We have a lot of amazing stuff that comes through. There's so many five and ten dollar shows. Uh, that come through that oh, are, are yeah. just absolute legends and it's, it's, you know, you see the same people you, you, you know, it, there, there's a class of counter cultural people that come out every five years and you, you all kind of, you know, interact with each other and, and that's not happening at all. You're right.
13: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like most of, uh, my, t- most of my time is usually spent on a Friday or Saturday, at some $5 show, either my band would be playing or my friend's bands are playing and I'm there no matter what. And pretty much always, everybody always is. And it's really hard to get that right now. And I know, at least for me, my uh, mental health has been taking a pretty hard hit during all of this because of the lack of uh, social interaction, the lack of uh, the benefit of like emotional and mental health that that brings.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I've had a tough time and, and, you know, I got the podcast I can do, but, uh, and Mm -hmm. especially with the call-in show and stuff, being able to talk to people, but like not being able to perform perform, there's nothing like performing live. There's just nothing like it. Oh,
13: absolutely not.
0: Yeah. Even if we roll into places where we don't make any money, we still get to hang out with like 20 fucking people that are cool and that are just a breeze to get along with. And that's a, it's such a wonderful feeling and over the year before the pandemic we were going out with we were going out on the road with people like we were touring with yeah. like our friends and stuff like that and that is like I mean you build lifelong friendships with people when you do that with them I mean I, I you know I love all the people we've Oh, absolutely
13: on tour oh absolutely yeah when my band went on our first tour in 2019 we took our friend uh Wormtooth who's a uh oh rapper from the city. And uh, we went on, t- we took a tour. We went uh, from Philadelphia out to, out through Pittsburgh to Athens, Ohio, and then drove all the way down to Raleigh and came back up the coast. And there's people that I met, there's people that I met at every single show, and we talk every single day. It's really amazing. We were going to be going out in 2020, we were going to go down to Atlanta and come back up through the mountains, but we're not sure when that's going to be able to happen again
0: yeah that's what we keep thinking too it's like you know you start to think okay well there's a vaccine maybe we'll get out in 2021 but uh i i'm eyeing 2022 now i i think 2022 is the the it's not the it's not a conservative it's a conservative estimate of when i know that we will be able to book shows in 2022 but like I want yeah. to do it in 2021 and it sucks to sit here in January and think like fuck man we might not we really might not get out there this year. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll probably Yeah, a- I know. We'll attempt some outdoor stuff um but you know really this is a just a big challenge. It's a, a matter of patience and acceptance, but it is really hard to make any understanding of you know, how you're supposed to continue on doing this stuff when, you know, it, when you're doing art, when you're creating, w- when you're a part of a community, the the people mm-hmm. are the most important part of it, you know, before anything else.
13: Oh yeah, for sure. I suppose one benefit of this is a lot of uh, bands I know, uh, my band included, we all went into the studio and cranked out some new songs. So we'll have that coming out soon. Yeah. One of the people, uh, I'd say a split album that we're doing, the other person we're doing a split with is our friend Brooke Pridemore from up in uh, Brooklyn, New York. They're one of the people helping to start this, as well as uh, my friends TJ and Gene. Gene sings in uh, the grindcore band Bandit from Philly. Nice. awesome. Well, I'll this is good. Because,
0: I mean, also just, you know, just working with other artists is it's sort of like it's a tough this is a tough grind for us. Just even just because the fans have less money. It's everything's harder now. And I feel like when it's all over, things are going to be great, but like, it's just, Mm -hmm. when is it? We don't know when it'll be over. The vaccine thing seems botched at this point. So it just, yeah, the rollout of this is
13: just fucking
0: embarrassing, man. It's pathetic. It's really pathetic. Yeah. They shouldn't have given those numbers, man. They were given some pretty ambitious numbers in 2020. Hey, we'll have 100 million people vaccinated by the end of January. And you're like, oh, so this seems like in March we should be able to get back. And then they're like, well, we only got like 25 million vaccines actually made. So we're going to have to dial that back a little bit. It's just, I mean, look, I, I don't know what it takes to make a fucking vaccine. You know what I mean? But stop telling mm-hmm. us these ambitious numbers if you're not going to be able to deliver on it. Because it's we're all going crazy at this point. We're all just like, I right. just want to yeah. leave the house. And I truly believe that there are a lot of people like that are going out that might not have been going out uh, uh, if there was an end in sight. Just the, if they knew a time or a date or a time frame, they wouldn't go out. You know? Yeah, but that's ridiculous to expect yeah. that. A time frame, right. like three months. Just say sometime between like August and fucking November would be nice to hear. You know what I mean? Anything. But you're gonna be mad at them when if they try to tell you something you want you you're asking for you're asking for an answer that isn't there. And anybody that tries to do it is gonna be in trouble. Yeah, that's it's, true. That's a good point. Hey, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm dumb. But uh, hey, thanks for calling in. Uh, we appreciate
13: it. Uh, yeah. Can you give yeah, them info welcome, on
0: you're where? To, can you give us info on where to find uh, this?
13: Uh, yeah. I'll send you guys um in your Twitter DMs. I'll send you guys a link to the GoFundMe for Mindex Grind that uh my friends are starting. You can find uh my band. We're called Yuck Yuckmouth. Y U C K M O U F period. Like all one word. Uh-huh. Uh, Okay. Yeah, you can find our stuff on Bandcamp. Uh it's yuckmouth.bandcamp.com. For Instagram it's at @yuckmouth.dot and you can just look up look us up on Facebook as well, uh yuckmouth. And y- y'all do grind shit? Uh no, we play like psychedelic uh sludge metal. Oh, okay. Uh, we do. Impo- we incorporate uh, some different elements too. There's a lot of bla- there's a lot of blasting on uh, some of this new stuff. There's more melodic breaks. There's like really crushing drone stuff. It's Y U K. Y U C K.
0: Okay. M O U F. F. That's the yeah. the F is what I was missing. Yeah. Yeah. All That's right. Us. Thanks. I will check it out. Thanks for calling
13: in. I Appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good night. Hell yeah, dudes! Have a good night. Happy Brian Day. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm really flipping about people like wanting to go do stuff because I just don't think there's any answers to that. So it's like, why think about it? But at the same time, I know there there has to be a discussion about what is to be done. You know what ha- what has to happen. Let us fucking know. P- transparency would be nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think. Um, you know, I, I think we'll, I think I plan to do some outdoor stuff. I think we'll do some outdoor stuff this year, even if it's distance and masked. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably the direction we're heading in. I don't know how this vaccine rollout's going to happen. More people than I know more people that have gotten vaccine, vaccinated than died so far. So that's I do good know news. If you- vaccinated people that's true lots of people are posting they got vaccinated i'm like what did you do to deserve it and yeah, how do you get it you find out that they are not a shit poster that their day-to-day life is like medical shit and you're like wow yeah yeah you there are smarty pants yeah there are a lot of people who post on twitter that also have jobs right <laughs> like serious fucking jobs <laughs> thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight hello hello Howdy. who's this
7: Hey, it's Jay from Indiana. How y'all doing?
0: Great. How are you?
7: Hey, doing good. Happy Brian Day.
0: Thank you. What's going on tonight?
7: Oh, not so much. I wanted to uh call because it ended up being a week that I have an, an update from the uh, contract negotiation shit.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You called last week at the uh uh in Indiana you have uh you're you're in a contract negotiation. uh what's the update?
7: Uh, the update is that we are done talking to my boss and he had sent it to his lawyers. Okay. Uh-oh. So it, it, yeah, it's the most, uh, boring update imaginable. Cause it's just a lawyer, presumably sitting in a room thinking of different ways to rat fuck
0: us. Yeah. The yeah, lawyers so- are the, they're the ones you got to worry about. Your boss is going to say it real nice to you though. Like, these lawyers, they don't yeah. want to work with you. And th- and the thing about it is your boss can waste time because they've got it. A lawyer wastes time because they make money from doing it. True. So they're going to try to kick the can at every chance they can.
7: Yeah. They can. No, we're fully expecting this to be a drawn-out, weeks-long process, which is uh, not really what I want right now. But, uh, you know, that just happened. And it was... Perhaps one of the most ridiculous negotiation sessions we've had so far because um, we were arguing over one point for an hour, which was pretty exciting.
0: That's awesome. Which that makes me definite definite think about being on a bar patio worker. again, where you're just arguing about one point for an hour and just <laughs> strangers are rolling in and you're getting louder and louder. And then your, your wife comes back yeah. and says, are you still talking about this a few times? And you're like, don't do that. That's not good conversationalist stuff. We're having a conversation. It's not a fight. We're just yelling at each other's faces, okay? Yeah. Geez. So, uh, uh well, the, the
7: sad difference is that you can't smoke or drink in contract negotiation, though I was
0: incredibly
7: hungover for this session. I actually took the day off of work and only came in to do contract negotiation.
0: So you're like, I'm just gonna get shit faced the night before, and that's that's just what we're gonna do.
7: Well, the night before was my birthday, so.
0: But all these January birthdays, it's all going. It's it. All the good people have January birthdays. Jonathan Davis. Well, it's the shittiest.
7: It's the shittiest month, so it makes us stronger.
0: Yeah, I think that something nine months before it makes people horny is the thing. It's probably, I I I, I never figure out that month but i think it's springtime and it's like people are like yeah hell yeah man it's warm out let's have sex and then january there maybe yeah, you,
7: you catch the whiff of the wild flowers and then next thing you know my parents fucked. yeah no now i'm here that's just yeah. the way you got to think no, about was,
0: these it, things
7: yeah No, it was fucking great to be that hungover during contract negotiation because I got got real fucking drunk. And I uh, slipped on some coconut oil in my bathroom and fucked up my right ankle, my good knee, which is my right knee, and my right arm. So I'm like limping into contract negotiation looking like I got run over by a fucking car and uh, argued about the definition of what full-time is for an hour. And then uh, fucked off with my union comrade and ate a bunch of Arby's.
0: I'm jelly. Artists. Sorry, I'm jelly. I trade positions with you. That sounds awesome. I mean it. It feels pretty good sometimes, and yeah, like being like nauseous
7: and hurting because you drank too much.
0: felt pretty good. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Well, and you powered it through. It feels like you won. America. Yeah, it feels like you won something too.
9: Yeah, I mean,
7: I think the best part now is we don't have to talk to him for basically ever until there's like grievances. I mean, hopefully the lawyer will just like change a few things that like we slipped in that my boss didn't catch. Like we didn't slip anything in. We've been very, 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 very open with all of our processes because we don't want to get like hit with, you know, negotiating in bad faith or anything, but like stuff that my boss didn't conceptualize as not being good. Hopefully there's just a few minor changes. It goes to the vote but i wanted to to say that like the one thing that we argued about was yeah like i said the definition of what is a full time worker and this was something that started being this huge issue at the very beginning of uh negotiations and we said 30 because that's what the irs and our state government says and my boss was saying like no nah, it's 40 because this is what another contract with your union says So he's trying to use another contract to justify this to us. And then it comes to this thing where we're like, okay, fine. Like, let's just say 32 to 35 and we'll figure it out later. So we put that in and then he spent an hour kind of berating us because he thought that we had snuck it in there when the other negotiator was about to uh, introduce that back into the conversation. And yeah, that's, and that's why i did the half pound beef and cheddar instead of just the double
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that takes a lot out of hell you. yeah well good luck on the uh yeah. contract negotiations <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully i'll
7: call in in a few weeks with some good news
0: hell yeah have a good yeah, night i like think
7: they're moving in the right direction yeah
0: we're moving yeah.
7: Word it up well you boys have a good night all right you, uh, happy birthday brian thank
0: you you ready to take some calls yeah about to round this thing out. Alright, let's round this thing out. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
2: Hey you guys, this is John from Richmond.
0: What's up, John? How's it going?
2: I can't complain. Uh well I mean I can, but what's it gonna do?
0: True. <laughs> Might make you feel um, good. Some people like complaining. It makes me feel good.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm calling to do like a special kind of complaint, I guess. So not about you guys or anything, but uh I actually uh, got, uh, let go from my job today. So, um, I thought I would tell, uh, a, one of the weirdest stories I have from it. Okay. Um, I worked, um, for, uh, a, a tech company with a fruit name that everybody knows for a while. And, uh, I was doing like call center work. So people would call me, tell me what was wrong with their phones and I would try and fix it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, I had a guy call me the other day and, um, he was just trying to tell me about like, like some phishing attempt he had. So like someone trying to get his information, which is usually like a five minute call. They tell me it happened. I tell them to change their password. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I'm just like, yeah, just whatever. That's fine. Just like, don't click on weird links and don't tell people your bank account information. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Thanks, sir. We're going and, to investigate uh, it. Here's the best practices.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I ended up emailing him like uh, the website for the FTC. I'm like, I can't do anything. Maybe they can. I don't know what you want me to do, buddy. And um, like three minutes into the call, he just launches into just like QAnon just, like, oh unprompted, and just start telling me, like, yeah, you know, they, like, have the cure for cancer already, and, like, started giving me websites and all this other crazy stuff that I could go to, and so I could, like, also have the cure for cancer, Yeah, and just, like, spent, like, started telling me about how COVID is just, like, a flu and all this other shit, and, uh... I don't know how I lasted through that whole thing. Cause he went on it for like an hour
3: Whoa. and
2: I realized, I realized like 10 minutes in that he wasn't going to let me talk. And, uh, I had been waiting like all day to watch, uh, the newest, um, new Japan for wrestling event. Important. So, uh, it was super cool that I, uh, got to spend 50 minutes of my work day just having my phone playing new Japan, and just listening to this guy telling me what the cure for cancer was um and i guess i'm also just not going to get cancer now so that's
0: super cool yeah that is great and what is the cure did did he explain anything about what the cure is
2: uh so i went to the website which was literally like curecancer.org oh okay mm-hmm.
5: and they got that
2: uh, name the only thing like yeah the only thing i could figure out how to do was buy a wristband
5: uh. um
2: I don't know if the wristband is the cure or if I just, like, couldn't find it on the website. I didn't purchase one, so I can't tell you yet.
0: Does it have copper in it, maybe? That's probably what does it. Exactly. Uh,
2: I, it looks like one of those, like, strong bands from a couple years ago. So, unless it's, like, got some secret copper in it I don't know about, then oh, I'm going to yeah. guess probably... <laughs>
0: Those copper bracelets they're still they're still hawking those. there were some basketball players that were into those. a lot of people were into them well uh what uh, yeah they they were huge i I haven't seen one in a very long time though, no, but I imagine if you, if you can trap people into believing in them, it's a good way to sell them. hell yeah, hell yeah, copper yeah, I mean, I'm sure a I lot of on that
6: guy.
0: Yeah, I'm sure a lot of anti-vaxxers are into the copper. Yeah. The wearable medicine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmaceutical wearables. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh uh good yeah. s- good story. Yeah. Good luck getting get the job. Can yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, cool. Um, so I'm actually um I started a newsletter. Um, I did a trial run through uh, the Block Party Patreon. Um, and I've actually started it on Substack now. It's about the worst storylines in wrestling history. Uh, I already did one about um, when Sting became the Joker in TNA. Oh, <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> it's a uh, it's free Substack. There's nothing on it right now, but I'm going to use my newfound free time to update it a little more often. Okay. And um, any, it's free, obviously, but any money that goes on there, I'm actually going to put towards uh, going to wrestling school. So nice.
0: Oh, Ooh,
2: good luck.
0: A, I'm rooting for you.
2: It's a it's a burying the lead. Com and lead is L E D E.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll be reading Wait. That. How is it, it's L E E D? L E D E. L <laughs> E D E. Yeah. Like the yes. phrase burying the lead. I thought it yeah. was L E A D. No, it's L E D E. Yeah,
2: I did too and that's why I have two Substack blogs now
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's the L-E-D-E that's just the way it's spelled Uh, yeah that's
2: just what Google told me it was and I trust Google more than I trust me the
0: lead is the opening sentence or paragraph of a news article yeah so burying it is putting that in the middle no the the lead is L-E-A-D that's what you lead with which is the most exciting thing of the news article that's the lead well there you go it can also be pronounced L-E-D. L-E-D-A-Y. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. We'll check that out. I, I will definitely read that. I I love any anything about wrestling. I signed up. Bad I wrestling. I did sign up. It sounds good. All right. All right. Y'all have a good night. Happy Brian Day. You too. Thank you. Right. Yeah, I like... I mean, you know, I, I've fallen out of watching wrestling, and I, I'm not a hater and say that it's bad or anything. I just... There's not enough wins. They don't do enough good stuff regularly for me to spend like 25 hours a week watching all the wrestling that there is. Mm-hmm. But when somebody does the history or tells the story, there's so many good stories in there. There's so much stuff that just gets skipped over or isn't part of the nostalgia trap that I feel like you can investigate yeah. very easily. Yeah, because they forget about all that old stuff. So, you know, that's uh, they 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 like... When they tell their own history, they don't put the bad shit in there. Right. Re- the bad stuff is what's fun to read about. But it's fun to read about Sting as uh, the Joker. Right. Well, that was the last call of the night. Thanks for calling Street Fight Radio. We appreciate all your input. Uh, oh, we'll be you'll back get off early, Next too. Sunday, we'll be back taking your calls. But if you want to hear from just Brian and I, we're going to do the Basement Show on Wednesday night. Uh, you can jump on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube. Twitch, preferably, like we said, like we said, twitch.tv slash treefightradio is the place to go uh, to watch us live and comment and do all that stuff. We appreciate the input and support, and we'll be back. We don't want to waste too much of your time or, or sell too much. Just, It's really amazing that we get to do this, and I hope you have a good Brian Day. Uh, because you know what? These motherfuckers complaining about January birthdays don't know shit about February birthdays, which are colder and Darker than any January birthday, and that's what I rely on. I'm a February birthday, so everything's Brett, cold and dark. Brett Day is coming next month. Uh, we're Street Fight Radio. Peace.